Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. That kid is back on the escalator again. Leave it alone. What? Comics. Who are you? I'm Batman. TV and movies. Wrestling. And Music. A podcast about things you actually care about, hosted by a couple of guys who actually care about those things, too. What? Did we just become best friends? Yep. Maybe a little too much. Yes, that's awesome. The talented one, Chris Machete. That no-talent ass clown became famous. And Brenton, you know, that guy from your other favorite podcast. I liked it. I was good at it. So grab onto the handrail and don't let go. This is the Kids on the Escalator podcast. Here's CM and BD. We got the usual suspects here. We got Michael up in the top corner. We got Chris Machete and, of course, returning for the last season, episode of the season, JJ. How you doing, Hi, am I assigned? (laughs) There's the dulcet tones. There's the juice. Sounds good. Hello, ladies. We we need need that. Yeah, that's what we need. That's what we need. We need that. We need that to hear the the soothing sounds of JJ. Yes, right really? here. Always a pleasure to be here. Thank you for having me. No problem. You broke already, right? You guys broke on the JJ Mel podcast for the summer. Yeah. Yeah, we're out. You guys uh, until uh, probably September. To be honest with you, <laughs> I'm lazy. Everyone, I'll be honest as well. <laughs> everyone's on a boat doing shit, camping like us, doing things yeah. like that. So yeah, that's yeah. Okay. They're not in their car very much. Good time to just chill on the patio or the porch or whatever and not think about a lot of things. Amen. Relax, man. Recharge. Looking for a house. Anybody got a house for sale? Are you really? Where are you looking? Uh, All day today, we were in, all morning, we were in Hamilton looking. Oh, no way. Ontario. Uh, A little bit in Waterdown. Wow. So we'll wow. See how it all plays out. Yeah, that's out by you, isn't it? Uh, yeah, just down the highway from yeah. the old Hammer there. Yeah. Nice. We'll see how it plays out. If you look in Kingston, let me know. That's There's some nice places around. Probably won't make it that far. Too far, okay. What with having to commute into downtown Toronto. Oh, you're going to commute? So, <laughs> yeah. Okay, buddy, I see. Yeah. Yeah, Jeez. man. Okay. That would be too far. Well, I wouldn't, yeah. wouldn't yeah. want to yeah. do that. If you, if you move to Hamilton, if you move to close to Hamilton, then you and Mike could start a new show as well. Yes. Yeah, there you go. Our own podcast. Yeah. That's right. Um, from Guys, the basement. From yeah. the basement. Yeah. Do the whole thing. Uh, nice. Gentlemen, uh, we're going to cover a lot of things here. So it's been a busy couple of weeks. Uh, we had a huge week a couple of weeks ago with uh, Johnny from Silver Spear, which uh, Spear with all the freaky podcast. deaky, mate. It was freaky deaky. It was freaky deaky. It was it was, it was deaky. A- aliens. And, you know, a, the space station flew over my house last night at 945 p.m. What? I got the text at, at 950 and I could only see it going far, far. But, yeah. So we're still, you know, space and aliens still very much around. That's so a great combo. I really enjoyed oh, that. Great. I thought that was that was really cool. It was, it was, you know, we always talk about fun stuff. As I think my 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 dad was asking me, he's like, you know, what do you do if it's something you don't want to talk about? And I was like, well, everything we talk about, I want to talk about. Or else it wouldn't be on the show, you know. I wouldn't. 
I wouldn't be coming up with some of the stuff if I didn't like it. Let's talk about math, everyone. Yeah, he, he was, yeah, he was really getting to that mind blowing stage, especially when he posed that question about what would you do if you woke up tomorrow and the moon was cardboard? You discovered like, yeah. how would that affect everything else? And I'm just like, at the time thinking, well, that's, that's pretty deep. I am still like a week later, my sister-in-law was, was visiting and I was telling, cause she's into the, uh, the whole aliens and, and that type of thing. And I told her about, it, and we got into another discussion about, yeah, well, how would, she's like the whole world would collapse because everybody would, you know, everybody'd stop believing in, in what they know. End of civilization. I'm fine with that. I'm fine with that. Let's bring that. Let's let's do that. Let's do that. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm down no. with that. I just it want works for me. Bliss, blissful ignorance. That's what I want. You know, just I want to all float right. through life. We should test it all out by dropping some acid and doing the podcast. <laughs> there you go. I'm behind that again. <laughs> He's like, down. Another, somebody else suggest, didn't somebody suggest that, Brent? You said that you, that one of your buddies. Well, a guy I was on tour with. Yeah, I was on tour with years and years and years ago. My first tour ever actually had yeah. said to me he never he, he never messages tried, during the show. Yeah. He He's like, I know. He's like, I never trust anyone that's never done acid. And I'm like, well, uh, I thought life didn't begin until you you did acid or something. He said, I didn't know. You didn't I've trust been that. around people with acid, and the last guys that I knew that were around acid uh, took my Stone Cold Steve Austin uh, cutout that was behind oh, my drum. Oh, I remember that. And I didn't do that, sweet, but I remember that. And made sweet, passionate love to it. Oh, and other wild things. It. And and other things. And uh, well, <laughs> that was yeah. yeah. There was I wasn't part of that, but I was. I was privy to it, but I wasn't part of it. We'll just say that. <laughs> so hey, I, did, so I did some acid back in the day. Well, oh, yeah. Sorry, change the subject. Before we get to before we get to Loki, before we get to Black Widow, before we get our summer blockbuster list, we got a whole guest, Woo. a whole bunch of people coming on this week. Uh, oh, Dean's so. coming on, Lachlan's coming on, Rook, a bunch of guys from the network to give us their list, very similar mm. to what we did at Christmas, Christmas time. Um, mm. But some stats on season one. For our listeners at home to know that this is, it's not a big deal yet, but it's a deal. People are listening. So anyways, 37 episodes. This is number 38, over 14,500 downloads, which is great. We've had uh, over 25 guests, including Jeff from Moist, Todd Brent from Slash's Band, Ken Lashley, thank you, JJ, um, uh, Beth Phoenix, thank you, Mike, and Tim from Protest the Hero, thank you, Tim. So uh, mm-hmm. that, and Dean, of course, Lachlan. Uh, tons of revolving uh, guests and co-hosts as we have here. And thank you, everybody, for listening. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in and watching every week on the Dean Blundell Network. Um, makes it worthwhile when all you guys do that. And uh, we've had Cheers. a very, uh, very fun first season, if that's what we're doing here. So, And a big thanks to, to Mike and JJ. Uh, we'll get this up out of the way now. For joining us throughout the season, really. I'm awesome. just going to throw it out there. My, to drink, so my parents have seen every episode live. Oh, very every, good. Every episode my parents have seen live, they've been there. So they're like, um, we, we got to get them on. I was going to have them over for, uh, to watch Black Widow and then, uh, and then, then ask some questions, have them review it and then replay <laughs> it. You know <laughs> what I mean? Um, but, but my, my mom got her second shot and she was not feeling good. So we oh, could okay. not do it. So I, I went, but I went I've, to the theater and saw it. So I've got a really good idea. <laughs> Why don't you get them on acid and then get them on <laughs> And then go to their funeral the next I've, week. I've lit a spark. <laughs> See, that's the thing oh. about acid, Brent. You can't do it when you're older. Your heart can't contain those kind of things. Yeah, the heart uh, gets going a little quick when you're doing those kind of drugs, my friend. 
Gracious Gary, still young at heart. Dangerous Dorothy, running laps. Come oh, don't on. you remember the? Don't you remember uh, live on on TV or live on the podcast? I also exposed that I gave my mom a, a THC candy instead of a, a CBD one. Remember that? Oh, and, shit. And and I yeah, it was a mild one, but still she was like, <laughs> it was a mild one, dude. No, it was like a medical one, but mild. But still she's like, wow, I, I couldn't keep my feet still. I didn't know what to do with myself. So I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to do that again. She said she's listening right now. There you go. Cheers. Well, hello. Uh, reminder to everybody to join us over on YouTube, uh, on, uh, YouTube and everything, subscribe and all that fun stuff. Cause, uh, mm. we're going to build that thing up over the summer and hopefully come back swinging with 30 subscribers. So that's the big plan. <laughs> that's the big plan. All right. Lots to get to, uh, man, where do we start? We could start in Marvel land here. Let's go, go through the new, the new shows, huh? Let's go. Let's go with this here. We reviewed the other ones. I think it's time. Let me just bring up the graphic here. You guys talk for amongst yourselves for a minute. So who, who has was, seen Black Widow here? Uh, I, like I, I, JJ, have you seen I have it? Not seen Black Widow. I've not Sorry, seen it. Okay, guys. Mike, you've yeah. seen it though. I've seen it. Yes, Mike's seen it. Okay, yeah, I've seen it. Uh, let's do a review without giving it away for JJ of the Black Widow. On, yeah, JJ, do you intend on seeing it? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So let's right. let's just I, I could do a spoiler free review. Um, let me go last, though, because as we all know, before before I do my review, but as, as we all know, um, there's there's a lot of superhero movies these days, right? Yeah. Like and and TV yeah. shows, and, and and me having read all this stuff since I was like four years old, I'm I'm gonna I'm okay with being the heavy-handed guy. You're tainted. in these circumstances. Well, I'm just saying, like you know, I, I'm not right. gonna like everything, and I'm gonna be a little more. So let me go. Let me go last. Okay. okay. Then let me be the let me be the sort of uh, not. Not uh, newbie guy, but kind of in the middle. Uh, saw the Black Widow film. We we rented it on the Disney Plus because we we couldn't wait till the theaters opened up here in mm. Ontario. So, which is fine because we you know had the nieces and nephews over and and the kids were downstairs. We made a, sort of a home movie night. Did the uh, did the Cineplex pre show stuff just for kicks. Uh, mm-hmm. and, and they laughed and then, yeah, we, we, we watched on the, on the old big screen in the basement here and from strictly a, you know, not having read a lot of sort of the comic stuff growing up, liked the movie, probably would have enjoyed the movie more had it come out earlier. Mm-hmm. I think, uh, for me, Having sort of known how the Black Widow storyline kind of goes as far as uh, Infinity War and Endgame, uh, I think it would have been cool to have this sort of along the way, which is not to say I, I didn't like the movie. I liked the movie. I thought it was great. I love Florence Pugh. She is brilliant. Uh, I'm no doubt she played that her sister. She played her sister. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No Long doubt ago. that she is going to be the. Uh, she's going to be a player in the in the next sort of phases. So of, I keep hearing Dark Avengers. Yeah. She is Dark excellent. Avengers. Her character. Uh, I mean, it just it was a. They played really well uh, against each other, and I I liked it. And again, I don't know the backstory. All I knew about the Red Room was from what we've learned sort of along the way in, in the Marvel universe. Uh, casting was great. I would just maybe say the, the, the big bad wasn't as bad, a big bad as, Boom. as it could have been. So, but again, great film. Uh, question some of the ends they tried to tie up. 
some neat little callbacks, some great jokes that sort of fit into that sort of later Marvel phase. You know, early Marvel wasn't so haha jokey funny. The later movies post Thor Ragnarok, I think they got a little more into the humor. This had a little bit of that, which I appreciated. And uh, what's his name? David, um, the guy who played Red, the... What, what's yeah, I can't remember his name either, but the, uh, dude played Red the guy Guardian, from, Strange, yeah. from Stranger Things, Red Guardian, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, great. Again, casting, excellent. Florence Pugh, David she's going to be huge. David Harbour. David Harbour, that's it, thank you. you go. uh, she's going to be huge, and I'm yeah. really looking forward to how they're going to incorporate what we saw in Black Widow uh, and moving forward. And uh, they did a really nice job trying to tie it into the timeline where it would have fallen into although scarlett uh, johansson she's beautiful i love her she's in the top five uh but it's <laughs> kind of like seeing tom hiddleston and loki he looks yeah. a little older than he was back when they're trying to sort of portray where well, he is that's probably what you're saying is is what they, is when they took this picture when, when they drew that probably three, that is three some seriously yeah, yeah. that's some JJ. Nice touch-ups yeah, your turn. Let's let's do a review without you actually having seen the movie. Go. <laughs> oh no, okay, Jay. What what are you looking forward to seeing in this movie? What, what are you uh, thinking, man? So what I'm looking forward to is the uh, the actual spy espionage part of the movie. Uh, from everything I've heard, it's trying to incorporate the elements of uh, a Jason Bourne styled spy espionage uh, sort of ambience and uh, and aesthetic. Um, that's what I've heard. Um, I'm also interested in, in how this is going to tie into the inevitable uh, multiverse, if that is even part of the the game plan. And, uh, you know, Scarlett Johansson, she's dynamite. She's not my top five. She's definitely top ten. I think she's a like a, a fantastic actri- actress outside of the Marvel Universe as well as inside the universe. So I'm always... Uh, 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 curious and eager to see uh, to see her performances and just how it fits into the whole MCU uh, as a whole. I'm a fan. What can I tell you? So yeah, uh, you're looking forward to that hidden scene at the end, like I was, right, buddy? Oh, always. Like, I'm so <laughs> looking forward to that hidden scene at the end to see. Yeah, 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 I, yeah. That's it. That's that's all I really. I haven't heard too much about it. I'm trying to keep yeah. uh, the filters the filters turned on every time I'll see sure. like a a thumbnail or whatever, why this, why the villain is looking like this, or, you know, I'm like instantly look away, turn it off kind of thing. So. Nice. Yeah. Hi, so, hi Karen. Yeah. Karen's giving her Karen. family uh, Mohawks right now. Oh, nice. So, and uh, everyone, anyone watching at home, all the rest of it, if you want to weigh in on this, leave a comment on either Facebook, YouTube, wherever you're watching, we'll grab it. We'll say hello. Give you a little shout out. Nice. Uh, my turn. My turn. I, I get I to do this hawk. now. I got a full hawk going on. So. Uh, hey, listen, for me, uh, it was behind the original Iron Man and Ant-Man. It's like the third best for me. I liked it. What? I loved it. Gosh, wow. You gotta be kidding loved me. Seriously? It. Loved wow. it. Loved it. Loved it. I loved the arc. I loved, uh, I, personally, uh, I think you just like all was... the girls in there, I think. I don't know. <laughs> Well, it was an all girl, all girl. Well, you know, yeah, was, just like watching all the girls. You know what? It was. It seemed like a little less convoluted I, for me mm. personally, because with the everything that and how it ended. I mean, they were fantastic and incredible. But there was fifty-five storylines trying to get wrapped up in those last two movies, and I thought, just for me personally, I just it was a more it was a more uh, kind of broken like 
dumbed down version of the thing for me. Easier and I, to I follow? Like a bit. Like, I mean, I'm, as you guys know, I'm a, I'm a DC guy. So for, for me, it was like, I, I, I still, I'm not as deep in and, and I know Chris is going to probably have an issue with some of the stuff in, in the movie, in the movie. But for me, it's like Florence, as I said, Florence is like a big, uh, I was, I thought she was great in it. Um, I think Chris has got his thoughts on, um, on the bad guy, but I, I, I love, I really, really liked it. I just thought it was done. This thumb down breakdown, really good, uh, origin for her. Um, is there anything negative you have to say about it? Good question. That would be tough. Probably after Chris weighs in. Because <laughs> then I'll be like, then I'll be like, right, Chris. Yeah, right. You know, all the rest of it. But uh, overall, I mean, I I like the simplicity of it. I I feel sometimes with a lot of the a lot of the that world towards, especially towards the end. Um, with Endgame and all the rest of it, they were trying to tie up so many things. Uh, and I was kind of like, okay, did this get tied up? This thing just seemed like a nice little like, oh, here she is, and she's doing this, and now they're doing that, and there's the bad guy, and there's this, and there's the... Right. It just was a little bit more... Uh, I, I really liked it, but maybe I'd have to watch it again to, to rank it in to rank it in there. But currently, as it stands right now, I I really dug it. All right. Chris, I was waiting, for, I was waiting you for you to say that it didn't have enough Emily Van Camp in it, so... <laughs> Yeah, we won't see her again, I don't think. We're not going to see too much of her, unfortunately, right? All right, Black Widow. All right. Okay, first of all, it was really cool to go to the theater. If you saw any of my online um, pictures that I do for my online media, you can see me there with my feet. Mike, it was great to hear your new uh, little dialogue there, buddy. Was, and it's uh, funny because when you're sitting there watching it, me and Lonnie, we, 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 you just want to say, I know that guy. <laughs> Everybody's listening to you, right? And some of them are like mimicking you and stuff, and it's really funny. Um, but you want to say, hey, that's my, that's my guy. I know him. I know him. But we don't. But you want to, right? Him. Yeah, I know that dude, man. I know that dude. Um, so anyway, so um, so it was a great send-off for the Black Widow because she needed a movie, right? This was almost like, you know, her last, her kind of send-off for Marvel, I believe. Um, yeah, I thought the White Widow was amazing. I thought she was really, really well played. She's obviously moving on. I'm not going to go into the hidden scene, but... Uh, Thank you. We, we know, yeah, we, we from other hidden scenes, we've seen Elaine Bennis. She's rounding up people for different, for, for this job. You know, Elaine Dennis. <laughs> yeah, Elaine Dennis is in there, right? So you know, we're, we're, we're all the the scenes might interject here. Loki's one was great, but we'll get to that in a minute. Um, so yeah, you know, it was it was a good movie. I didn't think it was a bad movie. Um, definitely didn't make my top five Marvel movies. Um, what I really disliked about it was the villains, like, like the 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 muhaha, twisty mustache villain <laughs> is is really lame. And he was the same. That villain, I could almost mistake him. You could swap in or out. Um, Wolverine's uh, arch nemesis who, who turned him into Weapon X and I'm blanking on his name for some reason right now but in the X-Men movies there was the professor the scientist guy oh Stryker who, yes thank you yeah. you could have supplemented him in with this villain and that's not good there's so many villains you could choose from so my point my problem is with all these villains to choose from Marvel that villain right there was really weak on a scale of 1 to 10 on villains that you have to choose from in the Marvel <laughs> universe that guy's about a 2 all right. Now you got the Taskmaster, who is on another level, um, probably an eight. And the fact that it, uh, that they changed the gender from a male to a female doesn't bother me at all. What? Um, what? That, that Spoiler. Didn't, uh, Spoiler. Oh, sorry. I'm sorry. I thought everybody knew about that. Spoiler. No, JJ's avoiding. JJ's That's, avoiding. I thought that was all. That was like all over uh -oh. the internet. Uh oh. Chris needs to stop his review now. <laughs> 
I thought that was all over the internet. Like That's I, it's it. all over eliminated. Next it's thing okay. you're going to tell me is that Darth Vader's Luke's dad. And then well, no, no, that was I thought because that's what everybody's talking about on the internet. Oh, sorry, that's like JJ's oh, been in a cottage. I'm sorry, buddy. Did you know? I'm sorry, dude. That's I'm okay. really sorry. That's all right. Okay. JJ was up in Barry with Mel. JJ was with Barry uh, up in Barry with Mel doing a podcast, and the tornado <laughs> took him away for two weeks. Oh man. So 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 anyway, so anyway, so so the villain though, like Taskmaster, like it, um. That's I, I thought there's even a hashtag thing about that. I apologize. Anyway, all good, brother. Um, that that's the minor change though. Like that, so the, they changed the villain Taskmaster so much that my point is that the fact that they went from a male to a female is no concern. It really isn't. It's it like when you find out the other things about the Taskmaster compared to the way the Taskmaster is in the comic books. The way mm. he has meaning, he has purpose. He's a mutant. Um, there's lots of things that they changed. They basically took a story behind the Taskmaster like this yeah. and went like this. Okay. So my point of, of, of doing the gender thing is it doesn't even matter. It, it really does. And it shouldn't these days. Like, honestly, that shouldn't be a point in, in any character, whether they're Asian, whether they're black, whether they're white, whether they're female, whether they have a penis or not. You know, like, like honestly, to, to, for, as a reader, so long and a watcher, like that stuff penis, is penis in their hand. Is that what you mean? <laughs> wherever they want, man. Where, that's what I mean. Like where, wherever they want to have it or put it. Is this it. a Marvel graphic novel that I don't know about? <laughs> it could totally be. It could be. See, I'm trying not to hit my microphone and put Marvel my hands on the table. Dark, right? Marvel after dark. But, but yeah. So, so my point is that that whole gender thing and race thing with it to me, I'm cool with whatever, man. I'm fine with it. I'm totally fine with it. Nice. And it's it's the details in behind that they're doing now. Picking the villain the main villain with the twisty mustache there. That was, that was a bad choice in my decision. And to me, as I mentioned before, yeah, man, the, the Joker, right? The, the green goblin, that dude who the black widow fought against with the mustache and the, and the computer screen that was right there for her to F with <laughs> right there. To her to F. Like she comes in and she, all she has to do is pull his computer out. Dude, that there was like, I, like she had to get like a code or whatever. But, wow. That was that was so lame. I was, that, was there at least, if I can ask, and hopefully you can answer without uh, spoiling anything, yeah. is there at least good motivation behind the villain? Do they have yes. a good purpose, a good cause, or is it like... Well, as, I, as I mentioned, JJ, without my spoiling when it, I was a kid. Was without no, spoiling I, it, it, it was the same as Wolverine kind of thing, man. It was like, because I don't want to ruin the motivation behind it yeah, in case yeah. there's more levels, but my best answer to that, my friend, is that take... The, the the villain in Wolverine Weapon X and right. put that person in here, okay? okay. And All you right. basically got that. That and, that and then that's basically what we're doing here. So my disappointment is in how they uh, changed the villain's backstories and the choice of the main villain. Okay. So other than that, I thought it, it was a good movie. By no means was it a great movie, in my opinion. Fair enough. There we so go. JJ, in answer, in answer to your question, my yeah. problem with. Uh, Black Widow was all the things Chris just said. <laughs> no, I'm good. I happen to like the villain, uh, not as a villain. I happen to like the actor, so I was kind of happy to see him in there doing the. Hey, I, you see, yeah, yeah. I, here, here, I will see. say though, Anyways. I will say credit to, I mean Florence Pugh especially, and David Harbour as well uh, yeah. for for the accent, like that. It's uh, you know. People always go back and joke about very, Kevin Costner in, in Robin Hood and how, mm -hmm. you know, that was the worst accent ever. Um, this movie, like Florence Pugh, if you've seen anybody see the movie uh, Fighting with My Family, where no, she made, it, it was like the. Uh, I guess she was the, Paige, right? She yeah, Paige. Paige. And um, 
you know, brilliant in that. In this one, like the the Russian accent, like mm-hmm. top shelf, man, top shelf, start to, to finish, and uh, that's again. I think that just goes to the quality of 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 the Marvel movies and and the attention to detail. Mm. I'm I'm assuming that the Wanda Maximoff losing of the Russian accent uh, will will figure that out. It'll it'll pay off. That'll be explained as yeah. we move forward. Mike, but, as, a, uh, as a voice actor, do you uh, do you do a Russian accent, brother? I think everybody does. A terrible one. We get it a, takes we a while sample, to get into it. What's that? Of, uh, because a Russian I, wrestler. <laughs> no, everybody, everybody always defaults to Drago. It's so difficult. You know, we go, we go here, we go there, we do stuff like this. You know, mm-hmm. that's pretty good, that was, man. It's crazy. My little guy, know? my little guy just turned eleven, and he was uh, saying thank you to everyone who came to his birthday party, comrades. Thank you. It's very much. <laughs> it's very much in the back of the throat. There's a lot of. There's a lot of that, that, that feeling, you know. Why it's not? Boris, to, uh, yeah. Boris and Natasha from, from you know when we were growing yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. You know who <laughs> does Rocky a terrible? Ru- you know who does a? You know who does a terrible Russian accent, Mike? Who's that? Nikolai Volkov. You think he'd get his Russian better from being the old there. MW, or the, he, he was Ukrainian, by the way. Right, yeah, right, right. How about yeah. that? The NWA or was it the AWA? The wrestlers there that then the one guy was like total American dude. Oh, um, Barry Darso. Barry Darso, who was one of God. Now I'm wrestling. There. Demolition. Barry Darso, who was in Demolition. Yeah. But they would they would just go ah I got up and they would just kind of Nikita Nikita Koloff. It's funny. And Nikita Koloff, who is very much not Russian, but back in like the 80s, he was like people figured he was very much Russian. Very much Russian. Yeah, yeah. I, I remember like, those ones. Those are great. Wrestling is theater. He's like, he's like Nikita, yeah, can, he can, uh, can you sign this uh, autograph? Yeah, man, sure thing there, kiddo. What do you got there? Went to school with Dusty Rhodes, right? Didn't he? Or one of the most guys like that. What's that? Or Magnum TA. Didn't he go to school, go to high school with like Magnum TA? And oh, I don't know. That I don't all those know. Those guys, I think. The Road Warriors and stuff. They all kind of oh. went to the same area, I think. Oh, probably they all played college football together. Yeah, yeah right, right, yeah, right. yeah, yeah. The so final final uh, rankings on it. Uh, uh, let's give it a Diener ranking out of five. How many Deaners out of five are we giving it here? Two and a, two and a half, two. Wow. Hmm. I, no, this, I it was good. It wasn't awful. It wasn't I, great. It was I was like, actually going to go four. I I liked it. It was it, maybe it's because I haven't seen a really good film you know blockbuster film in a while but i liked it it's four stars and like i said scarlet she's you know curse you guy from snl her calling yost yeah but she's a serial divorcer so that's got a couple of weeks <laughs> left <now. What> fuck? <laughs> she's moving on she's moving uh, on uh all right boys moving on uh so that's wait, our, i'm giving oh, yeah. i'm giving it four yeah i'm a four i'm a four okay. i'm it's not not five i i but I thought yeah. the original Iron Man was the original Iron Man was the best of the lot. Personally, just I loved that how they started with it all. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'm giving it a I'm giving it a four deaners for me. Given all your reviews, I think I'm gonna wait till October till it's free on Disney Plus. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> My only regret is I didn't get to see it in theater. Chris is I, like, eh. <laughs> you're not. Well, as I say, JJ, you're. I see. I was pressed because I thought I was gonna miss out on something that has right. to do with the whole Marvel universe, right? Yeah. Now here's the thing, fellas. We know Black Widow survives at the end of this because it's like, what? you know, when she dies, right? Oh, yeah, right. Well, you know of what, course, I, like, right, you know what right, I mean, right? right? Like, you know, she's, yeah. 
So that was another thing going into it. It's it's kind of like, all right, well, nothing serious is going to happen to Black Widow because this picks up, they've said it, yeah. that this picks up in between the right. movies that have gone in the back, right? Civil War and that. So, yeah. So which as I is say- why, Which is why I say it would have been nice to have this before yes, Infinity War I, and Endgame. Oh, I agree. Because I also sure. think it would have really enhanced her death. Oh, would it ever, huh? It really would have enhanced her death in Endgame. But. Where were you on that board meeting, Mike? Man, <laughs> that's a great idea. So, that's know, exactly what they should have So, so Chris, then uh, let's go back to this for a minute. And why don't what? you give it a pre? Uh, so you're at two and a half stars post COVID. What would it okay. be pre COVID if it was lining up in order? Oh no, I, I'm thinking even further back. Like Mike was saying, like I think if it went even further back, if. Mike, were you suggesting it was right back, like in, like before she died, yeah. kind of thing. Like if it would have been after Civil War. Yes, that's what I. Yes, so that's so way more ago. That, that would have meant a lot had more. Had you seen this movie, if it came out after Civil War, what would you yeah. have given it? Well, I, it's hard to say. Oh, my, is my mic on? No, my mic's good. Yeah, you're, yeah, good. you're good. Yeah, you're on. Um, sorry. Um, I don't know, man. I, I don't know. I'd have to be back in the place with it, right? Still, the villains let me down though, and you know how okay. I need a villain. So I don't know how much I would have respected it more, and I would have thought that. You need to watch it now, but as it sits, you can, it's it's a good movie. But mm-hmm. I would I wouldn't rush out to see it, JJ. Would uh, would you right. give it another half to move it to a three <laughs> so JJ can go to the theater? Because at two and a half, but JJ's waiting really till October. To, <laughs> no, but I would have trying to get no. some more money for Kevin Feige here. Come on. Well, I'll not no. I'm trying to get more money for Mike because every time someone mm-hmm. goes to see a movie, it goes into Mike's pocket well, because no, he's telling him. No, 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 it's five. Uh, oh. Five deans. He was awesome. Uh, stop being a Tommy Texter. I wish yeah, he didn't have to be so political, Mike. I no, it was his new one. Like, it, it was the new one, Mike. Oh, it was the, it was one the COVID one? The COVID one, yeah. yeah. I got Mike's wow. new stuff, dude. <laughs> <laughs> That's the greatest hits. We were the, fir- yeah, we were the first ones to open out here, and I still have Mike's old tracks. If you have oh, a yeah. dial-up if you have a dial-up phone or a flip well, phone, they play both please. of them right now. Yeah, yeah but right. we, we got please. Mike's old stuff and his new stuff. We, I got the greatest hits of Mike going that that, that time. It was really good. Please, if you uh, feel please. the need to use your disc man while watching the movie. <laughs> you were in the wrong decade. Yes. <laughs> Get back in I your present. It is time to move on. Uh, I sent you a little thing there. So, anyways, yeah, JJ, it's up to you now, bud. We're gonna go here. We're going Loki. 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 Uh, He's a happy, uh, happy little dude. JJ, have you seen Loki? Yeah, all over Loki's balls. Right, so you get to start today with Loki's <laughs> balls. Go. Uh, to me, it's so far it's the best of the Marvel TV series. I may like it more than The Mandalorian. Uh, just fantastic performances uh, from Tom Hiddleston. And uh, every time uh, Jonathan Majors was on the screen, as Kang or, or the one who remains, I was just mesmerized. Yeah. Holy shit. That performance was outstanding. Just it, the delivery was like, unlike anything I've ever seen before. Uh, unlike any villain, unlike any character really I've ever seen before, totally unexpected, uh, realistic in a outside of the movies, realistic kind of way, you know, like me, like it was so, foreign yet familiar at the same time. Uh, I like that they kind of abandoned the uh, the god of mischiefness about mm-hmm. Loki and they they stuck to like sort of the, uh, uh, the the psychological aspects of who he was and his motivations. Um, and uh, I'm, I'm just excited for how this whole time war or uh, multiverse war is going to sort of play out. Um, the big question that I'm left with in, uh, during the whole thing is, uh, or at uh, at the end of the whole thing is, 
when uh, the point comes in the story near the end where uh, he who remains gets to that point where he doesn't know what happens next, what was that point? What what happened? What was that? Th- oh, the timeline opened up. The right. What was what, what was that? What was that thunder he heard in the background that kind of startled him? Yeah. Like what? What event was taking place? Was that the birth? Was that Galactus, dude? Or was it was it Scarlet Witch? Oh, was it was it her coming into her nexus being uh, uh, fruition puberty, whatever it is? When she was when she was becoming the nexus being that she had become was was that happening at that point? Like I just can't wait for it all to come together. See, that's um, how you do it, right, dude? Like that is how you absolutely. Do it. Um, but overall, the performances. Owen Wilson was fantastic. Everybody, every single actor in the show. Uh, what's her name? I wrote it down here. Uh, Gugu and Batu Rob was who played uh, Renslayer, also fantastic, intriguing characters. I'm I can't wait to find it. Like I I was so relieved when they said there'd be a season two because I thought okay well this will just I fully expected there not to be. I thought it would all kind of now play out in the the crop of movies. Uh, yeah. Um, Spider Man, uh, Spider Man, and Doctor Strange, yeah. and everything. So um, yeah, very exciting, exciting times. It's taken it up a level for me. Um, as far as uh, comparing it to um, uh, Scarlet Witch, it's it's to me it's next level. That's all. You liked it. You liked it better than you liked it better than One Division. Oh yeah, totally, totally. Just uh, just in terms of uh, yeah, you know, for me, One Division was was great. It just became a little gimmicky, uh, and for me, this was less gimmicky. I I just wanted more. I wanted to see more Lokis. I, I and and the lines in it, uh, you know, uh, when what did old Loki say? Sweet, sweet purpose? No, magnificent purpose. What is it? What he, he called out? When, awesome. Oh man, oh, yeah. it's just a, a, glor- a yeah, glorious, glorious purpose. Oh yeah. man, it was that was dynamite. Just I don't know. How about, how about the little guy. frog Thor stuck in between the levels there? Doink. Yeah, in the and, jar, trying to grab that. the. All the little Easter eggs, the the Thanos helicopter and the oh, the, big, uh, the wasp the wasp helmet and everything. There's so many Easter eggs. Like this is one like, Scarlet or Scarlet One Division. I haven't gone back to watch a second time, but I will watch Loki two three times. I'm sure. And there was the also the Stark Tower. The yeah, the Stark Tower. It wasn't called Stark Tower, right? No, it was in the debris. It was oh, what it was called. Uh, Q, it was Kang, but it was spelled Q, definitely. Q-E-N-G. Yeah. N-G. Yes. Yeah, Quang or Kang. It was it's yeah. Kang basically spelt differently, right? Yeah. yeah. And, so, then, and then of course at the end the big uh, Planet of the Apes ending. Yes. Fantastic. Was fantastic. Mm-hmm. And then Kang yeah. is you know Kang in the comic books is actually a long descendant of Reed Richards from the Fantastic 4. Yes, which is, which is incredible. Um but that yeah, that was I started the funny thing about this one JJ because I I'm not a huge Loki fan from the comic books. So me it started neither. off and I was yeah, so I was like excuse me. I was like yeah, this is okay. And then uh, you know it was the same thing. I just didn't, didn't dislike it. Didn't didn't really think it was over the over the top. And then it started building. And the more actors and actresses that jumped on board, yeah, were were phenomenal. Yeah. And that was the one thing that I kin this to uh, the Scarlet Witch or the WandaVision, Wandavision is just the actors and the actresses just nailing every little thing they do, adding yeah. like layers to their character with just their dialogue. Man, it was so good. And then when the when the older Loki came in with the classic outfit and the little dude and the all the yeah, Easter eggs in that Loki. one, dude. Wasn't it great? His little yeah. eye movements just said it all. When you, yeah. just, when you oh man, and, and that's where Marvel succeeds over every other franchise, even Star Wars, is that they pick fantastic actors and just ah, dude. even if the story is like, meh, 
the actors like just carry it through because you're they so buy in, right? Oh, they buy man, in they and they own it. Everything they got back in the day, it's like, oh, I'm doing a superhero movie. Now it's like, yeah. I'm doing a superhero movie. And uh, they do it. They do what Jared Leto just can't seem to get right. Mm. <laughs> there, I said it. <laughs> yes. mm. Yeah. It's okay to say it because <laughs> it's a podcast. Mm-hmm. And that's what we did. Just freedom <laughs> yeah. of speech. Saying, I mean, bro, I mean, if a DC yeah, guy is is giving the head shake to Jared Leto, you know, you know, you're legit. So, yeah. Is yeah. there anyone that overacts more than Jared Leto? Oh man! <laughs> like, I mean, that's a whole other thing. I mean, what was the movie that he won the thing for with McConaughey? Oh, Dallas uh, uh, Yeah, yeah. I mean, he was great in it, but he was like, that's did he it. win an that's award only- for that? Wow, I didn't yeah, he won the ten. I he, forgot. Yeah, he won the uh, he won the the uh, supporting actor for it. Oh. MTV award. <laughs> but you ever see Jared Leto smile? <laughs> you know he's got some kind of evil. The guy, I just feel like he's got a motive all the time. Yeah, it's like Shia LaBeouf, so, Jared Leto, same. Totally. Same category. Sorry. Yeah. Do it. There, there's some. Do it. There's some. There's some <laughs> Morbius. There's a new Morbius trailer or something. And a new Morbius trailer coming, and again. Oh Jared yeah, Leto. yeah. Which yeah. you know, it kind of sucks because I. I was sort of stoked about the Joker angle that they were going to take with him if they would have mm-hmm. kept going with the Zack Snyder approach. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, I think that so was I don't I don't think that was the Joker though. I think no, that was, was Jason, uh, Jason Todd. Todd right? Man, I think that yeah, was yeah. Jason Todd. And wow, would oh. that ever been a great loop to keep going forward with, man? That would have stuff like that would have blew people's minds. You know, they they come out with the next Batman or whatever, and it's like you know, like wow, that's that you know, there's what happened to that guy. Because if you look his costumes in the back cave, but there's a question mark uh, spray painted over top of it. Right. Yeah. There's all these little hints. And then if you look at the extra scene in the Snyder cut, um, everybody's older, but the Joker, the Joker looks actually younger than everybody. He's got, he's, right. he's like, he's got the grilled teeth in. He looks like he's actually in with what's going on culturally around culture. Like what? Culturally, like, yeah. Hip, he's hip to the times which were going on around him. Yeah. He's a young dude where Batman's like, those crazy kids. But you know what I'm trying to say, right? So, yeah, yeah. so that would have been a great twist. So that's what DC's missing. Turn that around. And yeah. and we were also discussing, just not to go way off topic, we were talking about a Batman deal here. Oh, the new Titans season coming out and how the uh, Jason Todd is going to go the route of, of the Joker and the Red Hood. Right. And remember, Brent, we were talking about that scene where the Joker's yeah. doing the crowbar on him. Oh, it's yeah, in there. yeah. yeah. I saw a preview for the new Titan season and it's in there. That shadow hand coming down with the crowbar on Jason Todd on Robin. Right. Oh, so Maybe heartfelt, they got it right. man. So hard. Well, dude, Titans is great. Titan DC Titans is one of the only DC things I've seen that I've just like have to keep watching other than Snyder cut. Snyder kind of love. Right. Superman and Lois. I keep twisting you guys. Superman. And I know, but I got a bad feeling. I'm going to not going to, I'm going to like, yeah, Get up my lawn. I don't like it. <laughs> it's good. They've really, especially with what they, how they've wrapped it up. It's fantastic. So cool. uh, it's not the traditional Lex Luthor thing. Even Zod's not even traditional. They've done a whole twist on it. It's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. So where are we going here? So Chris, that's you on Loki. Oh, You're Loki's feeling good, good about it. Oh, You're feeling me? good about it. All right, Mike. Uh, Mike, yeah, I'm 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 on the same boat as everybody. I think of the three post uh, uh, Avengers uh, Endgame series, WandaVision was going to be tough to top. Uh, I thought they did a fantastic job in in sort of teeing up the potential of the the multiverse and uh, with uh, sort of the Nexus event. Uh, Falcon and the uh, Winter Soldier. I liked it, but sort of after watching Loki, you kind of get get a real sense of how far down the list it sort of plays. Yeah. Um, 
again, the casting, brilliant. Tom Hiddleston, uh, one of my favorites, and he's he's just really entertaining to watch outside of playing Loki. If you ever get a chance uh, to just see interviews where he does, you know, impressions of his fellow cast members and stuff like that, it's just brilliant. Sophie DiMartino as uh, Lady Loki, as uh, the Enchantress, um, Sylvie, I, she was brilliant. I thought the it was weird. It was kind of uncomfortable and awkward at times, the sort of love uh, interest relationship that they had. But if you go like real deep, I mean, you know, Loki loves himself. So, of course, it reminded me of that Seinfeld episode where Jerry dates the girl who oh, yeah. is exactly yeah. like him. I'm in love with myself. You know, that's <laughs> it. it got I can't little, date her. I hate myself. It got a little weird, but you can't deny that that scene sort of at the end of uh, episode six where. You know, he's he's trying to tell her, like, no, you know, we, we can't kill him, blah, 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 blah. You're better than this. Don't make the same mistakes I would make and all this stuff. It was, I hate to throw it back to Star Wars, but it gave me that whole vibe from Last Jedi with uh, Ray and Kylo Ren. Like, you know, you know, don't do this. I know you're, you're better than this. You're better right. than this. And then, you know, she kisses him and then chucks him back through that portal. Uh I thought that was just, again, what you're saying, like Kang, the introduction, amazing. You know, most people don't know who Kang is at this point. And I love how they didn't mention his name because yep. he who remains is one of the, you know, the multiverse versions of of this character. Yep. And, you know, ultimately we do get that, that, that reveal, the Planet of the Apes reveal of the statue of Kang. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I love how they, again, it's the way it was directed, the way it was shot, the, you know, you got this, oh my God, he's, he's, he's running through the library again and there's Mobius and, and uh, 15 and it's like, okay, you know, guys, guys. And then there's this, you know, you know, who, who are you? You know, and I, I love Owen Wilson, but man, Owen Wilson, he's, he's just, he's the same note. Yeah. And I, and it's it's so funny because everything just becomes it just becomes it's very quiet and the more quiet he gets and then he gets really <laughs> excited but he gets really quiet and then he whispers and that's when you know he means everything he's talking about. Yeah. Um I thought he was brilliant. That was really good. Thank you. Thank you. Excellent Owen Thank Wilson. You. It's way Thank better. You. It was way better than your Nikolai Volkov. Thank you. Thank you. But and I I just love that because that's just I love that about Owen Wilson's yeah. uh, acting. But the, again the dynamic between Owen, like Mobius and Loki, like in the earlier episodes, you it, it really got into this cool buddy cop kind of, you know, feel. And I really, as it was moving along, I'm like, I'm starting to get invested in the characters, which is something yeah. I didn't get invested in with Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Like, I like them, but there's nothing really that's making me care too much about it. Yeah. I loved the arc with uh, with Loki and how, you know, at the beginning of the series, he's still Loki from uh, original Avengers. So yeah. he's still God of Mischief. He hasn't gone through that, you know, that personal change that we see over the movies. Um, but you do see that through these six episodes. And I don't know, you talk about all the Easter eggs that were in this and way more than I probably even uh, could figure out, especially for you, Chris, because you you know, the frog Thor I got and then the Molnir or whatever, like Thor's hammer in the ground, like that was cool. Um, but 
it's it's things like um uh it's 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 the the extra little the extra little things that they they do in these series that kind of go okay so let's think back to you know the the first the the first avengers movie and like how loki was you know this this really not really sure if he's good or if he's bad and then you know then you see that arc and it's it was really cool to see that in a six episode series mm-hmm. and speaking of the easter eggs that theory that some fan did about how the six episodes uh were actually based on the Infinity Stones. Mm. Uh, oh, I don't know shit. if you heard this. No. Uh, so, in the first episodes where where uh, Loki is going in in the office and he opens the drawer and there's all the Infinity, he's like the Infinity Stones. Oh yeah, we yeah. got all these, you know. And these it was makes, paperweight. Yeah, it makes it seem like the Infinity Stones were useless, made no sense, had no point. Which, to me personally, I thought that's kind of a shitty thing. Because you, you know, that's almost a letdown as a fan because it was so important to that first, um, you know, that first phase of the Marvel movies. Like this was the, and now you're telling me it's like it's kind of like again Star Wars reference. It's like when Luke gets the lightsaber and throws it over his shoulder. I kind of right. got that feeling. But somebody pointed out that if you break down each episode and the way it was shot color wise, they followed the six Infinity Stones. Hey. hey. So, uh, which, if you look at each episode and what happened, you can pinpoint that each stone represented the theme of of the episode. So clearly, there are some super huge uber nerds bigger than us that were able to pick that out. So whether or not Impossible. that's true or not, I mean that's Impossible. that was pretty impressive. <laughs> let, Love let me it. Just, if if I may just say that yeah. the 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 uh, uh, the fact that the Infinity Stones were like paperweights. Um, at the TVA, it kind of lends to the fact that uh, he who remains or Kang will be an even more formidable foe than Thanos. True enough. Um, and the Infinity Stones in the in the Gauntlet in in the uh, Avengers movies, um, I mean that's the, they only apply to the one universe, whereas Kang is right. multi universes, right? So right. Um, to me, rather than it being a, a letdown or a shade, not a shade. <laughs> yeah, out of shade no. to, to the yeah. last to the last uh, uh, phase of uh, the MCU. To me, it's like, oh shit, is this now? I can't wait to see what's next. If, if the Infinity right. Stones mean I, nothing in this, I totally get. And they hammered yeah. that. They hammered that point. Even like, I know the the Thanos copter appears in the comics. Does it not? Chris? Yeah, uh, Thanos original. Sorry, go ahead, Chris. No, no, I was just gonna say, yeah, 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 yes. <laughs> okay, because again, like for the casual fan, again, seeing the Thanos copter makes it just seem like, hey, Thanos wasn't that bad. But you know, behind this smoke monster that we have, which is not like the smoke monster from Lost, this one's actually, you know, gonna do some damage. Yeah. Um, to your point, JJ, it's this clearly is gonna be a bad guy. And then when you're introduced to He Who Remains, um, it's like, really? This guy, this, this is Lachlan's Lachlan's head, mm-hmm. Lachlan's head spinning because he always joins this podcast right in the middle of a hardcore <laughs> you MCU guys universe. Are full on geek mode right now. <laughs> yeah. How are hey, you, buddy? I Welcome. Have, I have a question for you guys because you know where I stand with all this stuff, and you know my lack of knowledge on it. Should I watch? Uh, is it Loki? Loki. Loki. <laughs> Loki. Should I Loki. watch Loki? 
Only Lodi. if you refer to only if you refer to it as Lukey. Lukey. My name is Lukey. Lukey. I live on the second like, floor. Yeah, but everywhere you go from now on, Lachlan, it's like I just watched that Lukey show. It's great. So, it's like so good. I heard a lot Lukey of people show. that were not um, that were not nerds that that were like that's actually a decent show. So yeah. maybe maybe it's something that I should I should explore because right now I've gone back to watching Shameless. So I, I oh, know yeah. the show. <laughs> Lachlan, have you ever ever dropped acid? Uh, I did. Yeah, it's uh, watching. Night, Lukey is just like dropping acid. It, uh, Lukey is Lukey. Yeah. <laughs> I I did acid in 1992 on my way into Lollapalooza. Oh, there you go. I was at that and, event. Yeah, and uh, at Thunderbird Stadium in Vancouver. I was in Vancouver. Oh, I, that one. I was going to the radio. I was going to radio school at the time, and a friend of mine who got the tickets said we should do this, and I went, okay. <laughs> we should do it's this. the last time I did any psychedelic, and it wasn't enjoyable for me. No. Um, I, uh, I had what I guess is referred to as a bad trip. And to this day, I can't listen to ministry. Oh, no. Oh, <laughs> wow. Yeah. Acid ruined shoulder. ministry for me. Well, to this day, a lot of people can't listen to ministry anyway. So <laughs> it, was, it was a bit of a time. It was a bit of a time. Yeah. Hey, so, that, uh, Lachlan, we've only got key. Lachlan in, uh, in, uh, we've only got Lachlan for a handful of minutes and it is our, it is our season finale wrap up here. Mm-hmm. We're talking about a lot of thugs, but one of the things that we're getting into today is the uh, blockbuster, the summer blockbuster, summer, and sort of like yeah, or just summer movies that you enjoy. Because I got I got yeah, summer movies that I enjoy that aren't. I don't think they're. I don't know. If, I don't think they're blockbusters. I don't think they're uh, sure they're great movies. So that movie, should, the movies that were that were released in the summertime, or you know that usual like after May long weekend. The studios are like, all right, here it is. It's these things and sort of things over the Jaws. years that you would have, yeah, you would have been down with. So before we That's start, a great summer got, movie, Jaws. We got Big Chris standing by. Hey, Chris, you can hear us back there from, from the network. But uh, to avoid us having twelve windows open, we'll just do this for a minute. So the first thing, uh, according to, I'm going to run you guys through the top ten according to Rotten Tomatoes, the summer mm-hmm. blockbuster movies of all time. Starting number ten was Star Wars: A New Hope. Oh. The remake of Star Trek, The Dark Knight, comes in at number eight. Those don't ring summer. They ring uh, my, like, closet of comic books. I don't know. <laughs> Finding Nemo, okay, Nemo at number there's one with water. seven. Okay. Up at number six. Alien mm-hmm. at number five. Wow, what a... Toy Just Story a... 3 at number four. Inside Out at number three. These are the highest ranked summer release movies. Mad okay, Max, just, uh, oh. Fury, Fury Road. Uh, at number huh. two and number one, ET. Yeah. ET. So wow, really? Because wow. I so had like go. I got Summer Rental on mine with John Candy from 1985. <laughs> I don't know why that's not. That's a good one. And that's like the one of the best summer movies ever. So I, I got Lachlan? this in a different perspective. So Lachlan, if you want to just pick movies like that reflect summer, <laughs> go for it, buddy. Whatever you, whatever you got, buddy. Whatever's yeah. on your list. You know what? I um. It's funny because I I've seen a lot of those movies and I was trying to think of of whether or not I was actually in the theater mm. um, to see them in the summer and and the you know what one movie that I remember going to um, was Reservoir Dogs. Mm. Oh, now movie all time. I remember now I can't remember if it was a if it was a summer block was it guys. Was that a summer blockbuster? It was with me, my friend. Was, was it? Okay. Movie. That's a great movie. 
I just remember that one, that movie, I actually went to the theaters because I, uh, I remember somebody talking about it in a restaurant that I was working at at the time. And they were like, you got to go see this. And, um, and then ever since then, I've, I've always been a, uh, a huge Quentin Tarantino fan. I wanted to bring up true romance with Christian Slater, which is another sort of uh, loosely tied into, um, into, into uh, uh, Quentin Tarantino because he wrote the screenplay for that one. Mm-hmm. Like I think he, I don't think he directed it. I'm not no. as knowledgeable as as you guys uh, about stuff like that, but I think he was involved in the writing process because I think he actually ended up fighting with the director about the ending because he didn't mm-hmm. like the ending. And um, the those, film. those are the two, and I think it's because I am. Um, I'm a big sort of I'm a Quentin Tarantino fan, but um, I do remember the uh, the Fury Road, which is funny that 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 came in as high as it did because I was a big Mad Max fan when I was a kid, and I was so excited about that Fury Road when it came out, uh, and was not disappointed at all. I think that's one of the better. Uh, and the other Ridley one, Scott, that I, Ridley Scott did that. Yeah, he did a remake, right? It was Ridley Scott that did that. Yeah, you know. That did Fury Road? What's yeah. his name? No, it was uh, the guy that What's did uh, Blade Runner 2049. Um, I'm sorry. Uh, I should know that. Babe, Pig in the City. Babe, Pig in the City. Uh, yes. James Cromwell. Oh, George Miller. Yeah. Right, George, George Miller. Miller. Yes. But I, I, I don't know if you guys are big fans of that, um, of, of the Mad Max, but the Fury Road mm. really, really stood up for me. Yeah, it was dynamite. Yeah, yeah, it was unbelievable. Is that my three? Well, Barry, well, you can put in as many as you want. I know you got to jump. You can jump if you want and promote your show, do all the things you got to do. This is the hit and run segment that we do mm. here every year, uh, twice we a year. Actually, it's hit funny you bring up. It's funny you bring up acid because we're having. I'll, I'll promote <laughs> the podcast. I'm on. Uh, I'm on the Dean Blundell podcast with James and Dean, and we do that uh, weekdays. In the afternoon, we're live, and um, we are actually having a conversation right now about doing shrooms. Oh, nice. And um, and doing a podcast on shrooms. And I've never done shrooms before. Do it in tea. <laughs> Take it in yeah. tea. Okay, tea. Tea's the yep. way to go. So tea or a milkshake. We're having a conversation about the possibility of that happening, so that'll... Uh, that nice. should be interesting. I'm gonna check right. that out, my friend. Man, that's taking the that's taking the WKRP. Uh, it totally is. I was just thinking that. I've got a hat. I want a hat. <laughs> Beautiful. Where can we uh, Where can we find you online, Lachlan? All the good stuff. Where can they find your show? Oh, find me on Twitter at Lachlan Cross. I put everything up there. So yes, guys, thanks and for daily. having me. Cheers, buddy. Daily on the Daily on the Dean Blundell show. I must listen to every single day. Gotta listen. Don't forget to watch Luki. Look, yeah, I'm <laughs> on Luki. I'm on Luki, guys. All right. Thanks, Have a good buddy. one. Take care. Take Thanks for having me. Bye. Peace. Bye. Fun stuff. We had Allie. Allie was here. Where'd she go? Anyways, we had Allie from... Uh, too nerdy. I'm out. She's she's like a sausage fest. Like, Gotta go. She's like, I'm not hanging out with this. This, is, uh, this isn't happening. So, Hey, Big Chris. What's happening, buddy? How are you? How's it going, gang? Hey, buddy. Yeah. Doing all right, man. Yeah, I'm What's shaking? Okay. I'm I'm just uh, this is my first inaugural mission in my new uh new home studio. So uh, sweet, sweet. It looks and sounds okay over there. Just getting things. Sounds good. Started. Sounds good. Looks good. Yeah, just put you it. Look together. extra handsome. Yeah. 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 Yeah
this is uh, what this happened there? Hey, big Chris. I lost Chris. Oh no, somebody's watching oh, on delay. Watching. <laughs> Who's on delay? What's going on? Somebody said mushrooms. Be- I thought I was tripping out. Wait, sweet. It looks and sounds okay over there. That's got to be Ryan. Ryan it's me. Here. Here that's that's you and your goddamn Kelowna internet. So, <laughs> hi, oh, Allie. No, Allie's there. So now what? <laughs> There's hey. Allie. Allie's got company over, so you've got about five minutes to to jam this in. This is Allie from the Team Bluntdown Network from a brand new podcast. Why don't you tell us all about it? Hi, 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 everyone. It's so nice to see all of you. I haven't seen you guys in forever. Um, I have a brand new podcast. It's called Welcome to Mars. It is now my solo adventure. Um, I'm very excited, and it's only going to get better from here. So, yay. (laughs) Right on. Night. Welcome to the show. Welcome to hanging out with a bunch of nerds, talking a bunch of bunch of different things, blockbusters and all the rest of it. So, um, Lachlan just weighed in. Uh, we'll kind of go through the the guest list here. Um, Ali, I think you, Chris, you can hang for a bit, yeah? Yeah, sure. Okay, Ali's got to jump, I think, because she's got a house full of people, because that's what they do in Alberta. So, uh, <laughs> Ali, why don't you talk about uh, your favorite summer movies and uh, where we can find you and we'll let you go. They're wooing from the patio. I don't know if you could hear them. <laughs> yes. Um, okay. So I'm going to do my all-time favorite to begin, The Lion King. Lion King's your favorite summer movie or just favorite no, movie? No, it's my favorite block, summer blockbuster. That's going to be probably summer number block- one on my list. Nice. The Lion King. The, the remake or the original? No, the original. The <laughs> remake is good, but the original probably takes the cake. Copy. A copy. Okay. <laughs> copy. Next. Next. Yeah, I thought the original. I'm going to do Grease. Oh, that's a classic. That was, that was oh, the first okay. movie I ever saw yeah. in a theater. Yeah. Really, yes. Chris? I just learned that. I just, I was today years old when I learned that Chris's first movie was Grease in the movie. Yeah, in the theater. Went... And... Was it really? Oh, I, yeah, it was. I was really little, but that was my, that is one of the things that, you, that my parents told me because I thought it was Star Wars. I'm like, no, no, you saw Grease, and I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Chris was I, 22 I when he saw that. Yeah, 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 just, yeah. I got the record as well too. It's a gatefold and everything, and I used to. Yeah. Yes, I have the record too. I actually bought nice. it on eBay once on my parents' credit card, and I didn't think anything of it, and then it showed up, and I was like, oops. That's <laughs> yeah, good. It's a classic. Yeah, that's quite a span. Lion, like Lion King to Greece. That's 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 a pretty. So what's what's number three? Um, I just realized that both of those are kind of like musicals too. Uh, they are, number, yeah. <laughs> number three, I'm gonna go with Shrek. Ah, again, more hit songs in that one too. Yeah, yeah you're going with so. the you're going with this theme of there's a lot of singing in these three in these three uh, things here. But it's okay. There's no wrong answers here. There's no wrong it's answers. Good, it's good to have them all connect. That's uh, yeah. And it's all positive. Like it's all happy. Yeah, The Shining wasn't in there. I noticed. <laughs> yeah. What's the most miserable movie on your list? Yeah. Can you, I mean, I got a bunch. No, there's no sad there. bastard rom coms in there. Nothing. No. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Um, the next one I have, I actually only came prepared with four. Um, but The Dark Knight. So I guess that's a little okay. bit of a different turn. There you go. I didn't yeah, know that. Summer, that's a summer blockbuster. That's happy. It is. Oh, that's a happy movie. 
That's right. That was a freaking brain movie. Yeah, yeah it was pretty was fucking awesome. This is kind yeah. of not didn't really end so well for one of the actors. It, it wasn't Too exactly. Soon? Wasn't Too soon? Exactly I don't know. Like a family get together, like, <laughs> hey, it'll be okay. Like a lot of people died. Yeah. Positive way, right? <laughs> well, Allie, since you got a house full of uh, people, we're just, these are hit and runs. So you can you're welcome to join us again at Christmas for your favorite Christmas movies. But uh, <laughs> or come back anytime. Tell us all where you can find it and a little bit about with the new podcast and what it's all about. So currently, I am on still of every platform you get your podcast on. You can find it the most popular, obviously, Spotify and Apple. Welcome to Mars with a Z. It's going to be the exact same podcast with a little bit of a different direction. It's just going to be solo. I will have a rotating chair of guests and I'm going to try and go more towards like a kind of a YouTube kind of um, aspect as well with it. But I'm going to try and have a variety of different people on the podcast ranging from like artists in Calgary and I'm going to try and get a friend of mine who's a DJ and it's just going to, I'm just going to go with the flow and I'm excited for this new direction by myself. Nice. I recommend that you put Ryan's mustache on your show as well. Is that these been growing? It's getting a lot bigger. Now I don't have a mask. People know it's there. <laughs> put the, ma- put the Ryan, mask on my we can get your mustache on the show. We'll chat. It's, it's all <laughs> just the mustache. That's it. Just the mustache. I'll get a green screen or something. <laughs> Allie Mars. My friends on the audio are like, mustache rides? <laughs> That's a different podcast. Again, if you insist. Hey, and I believe, we, I believe Allie just put a brand new episode out in the debut episode of her new show where she's like, that's it, I'm not drinking anymore. Uh, which she says every episode, and I think that should be the end. Like when when Ron Burgundy tells uh, San Diego to go fuck themselves, uh, you should be like, Why, you should be like I'm not, dr- I'm Allie, and I'm not drinking anymore. And then there you go. So. <laughs> Thanks, Allie. Go have some fun with your friends. Yep. Say hi, well. Thanks for stopping by. We I like five days of stampede. <laughs> I will. Thank so you did the rest of nice. your province. So did the rest of your province, Allie. <laughs> that was crazy. <laughs> be well. Have a good night. I know. Wasn't that? Everyone see the Calgary Stampede Madness? Anybody? No, no, Calgary I missed all that madness. No, I was watching Jeff Bezos's Dick Rocket. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I've been. Oh yeah, the Bezos Dick Rocket. Straight out of straight out of Austin Powers too. That's what it was. <laughs> you guys find that? Go ahead, Chris. Talk about your blockbuster review. I'm going to find that caption because it's very, very funny. Actually, there's a great comparison. Chris, give us your blockbusters, buddy. Oh man, so how many do I get? Uh, three Eight. top five. Let's go five. Okay, sure. All right, cool. So while we mentioned Austin Powers would probably be one of my favorite summer blockbusters. Again, these are all going to be throwbacks from my youth, probably because each one I remember. You know, the I just remember the smoking hot day and escaping to the movie theater with air conditioning. So Austin Powers is certainly one of those. But two that I think I, I'm not 100% certain. Um, back to back summers, I think. Uh, Terminator 2. I mean, yep. the yep. use of CGI. Like, it was just like, I had never seen anything like that before as a 7th or 8th grader, who, however old I was. And and it was a kick-ass movie. And then I think it was the next summer, uh, Jurassic Park. Um, like, that was when they used special effects to make you cry as a kid. Like, seeing dinosaurs for the first time. Call me mm-hmm. savage or whatever, right? Like, that was... 
that was a powerful moment. Like, even though you knew it was a movie and everything, it was like the most real dinosaurs had seemed uh, in your lifetime, other than the museum and everything. But it was the most real that they'd ever looked. Um, and and so it was a powerful moment. At least it was for me. And I know a lot of other kids of that era. So those would be three sort of like mainstays from my youth. Now, I had to actually look this one up. And I think all time greatest summer blockbuster and in my opinion the greatest movie like period of all time and i looked it up to make sure it was released in the summer of 1984 the movie ghostbusters guys ah, ah it's yes. on the list it's, it's on the yep. list it's man it's it's everything it's it's comedy mm-hmm. it's sci-fi it's action it's a little horror this and it's it's a it's a, it was a visual masterpiece of its time uh, and, and arguably actors in their prime, like Dan Aykroyd and Bill Murray. I mean, dear God, does it get any better than Ghostbusters? So I'll oh, motherfucking Murray. Put that with a pin right at the top of the list there for me. So that's my picks. Good stuff, man. Yeah, that was a good list right there. And so there's so many uh, from our youth. Somebody from our youth that. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm all about the nostalgia, man. Bring on the <laughs> 90s. <laughs> I, I love how you say from my youth and you say the 90s. I just feel really old now. That's where we're at now, man. Like I was in the lineup at a con- convenience store the other day and some kids are like, oh, yeah, Pearl Jam, classic rock. And oh, I was yeah. like, oh, my God. Ugh. Like, yeah, But it's true. It is. It's classic rock now. Yeah. Kurt Cobain's like a legend that it's such a mystery. And- yeah. Oh, there's oh, there you go. Yeah. Oh, look at that. There you it's go. That's the that's that's the uh, that's Bezos in space today. Oh, that's that's his, his ship compared to Doctor Evil's ship. So there you go. It's not mine, baby. It's not mine. Not my bag, baby. I swear. Quite quite the pissing match. Uh, the race of billionaires to space, and of course Bezos went up what twenty five more feet or something. Yeah. Just to say oh, yeah. he was. <laughs> he pissed just a little further. These assholes got two hundred fifty grand to go into space. Would you guys pay two hundred fifty thousand dollars to go into space if you had it? No, sir. No, no. I if I had better, like, if that was like pocket change to me, yeah, sure, why not? <laughs> oh, yeah, well, sure. pocket change, one thing. Well, I mean, like, if, 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 if I get a little nauseous, so maybe not. <laughs> the, uh, <laughs> would be a little wacky. Although it was pretty interesting to see the makeup of the two different ships, like you know, the the Branson one seemed a little more. I don't know, yes. relatable, <laughs> relatable, I guess. The Bezos one just seemed like a bunch of old white rich dudes that were like, I'm just going to spend money. Look at me. Look at me. I'm going to space. Well, the live stream wow. was better. I liked, I liked Branson's live stream. He had Stephen Colbert hosting it. I mean, yeah. <laughs> get better than that. Uh, I felt like, you know, Bezos was slightly lower budget. He didn't get a celebrity host. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Well, he he had a full budget, and then, uh, well, half of it went somewhere else. <laughs> he put it into the giant yeah. dome on the tip of his rocket. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was. Uh, it was. It's just a battle of the billionaires. It's so stupid. 
there's people without food and these fucking clowns are going into space. It's kind of silly, yeah. but that's as political as we get on this show. I don't want to scare you. I don't want to scare you, but careful. Yeah. Oh! Like, scared. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah. Where can everybody... Where can everybody find you, buddy? You're on the Dean Blundell Network. Where else can we find you before yeah, we let you go? everywhere. Big Chris Live. Chris with a K. Uh, it's a Spotify, Apple, iTunes, DeanBlundell.com. Uh, I, don't, I don't know. I, and the live stream, of course, happens on my uh, Facebook page, Big Chris Radio, Chris with a K on Facebook, on all platforms, really. Find me, join me, uh, join my adventures, see the world through my eyes. Uh, I talked to some guests you might have heard of, like the guys in the Tragically Hip or the Trues. I played bagpipes in a True song called Highway of Heroes. Uh, you know, so uh. I, I mix it up and I chat with uh, friends of mine on my Rolodex in the music industry. Uh, B-class stand-up comics who uh, mostly play free shows. I give them a platform. <laughs> I give, <laughs> happy to give them a platform. And, of course, because I'm one of those B-class stand-up comedians as well. So... Uh, yeah, montage of people, friends, family, whoever I think is an interesting storyteller or entertainer. Uh, I always try and give them, uh, give them a mic. So thanks, guys. Thanks, big for Chris. Thanks so for hold me. on, big Chris. Big, big Chris, if you're a B-level stand-up comedian, yeah, what's your best bit? My best we'll bit. Give you the pl- and, and we'll give you joke. the platform. We'll yeah. give you the platform right now. The best bit? Oh man, I'm like I don't want to. I, I I can't like just do my bit, but um, but I'll give you the premise is that uh, um, I I used to date a lot of hipster chicks, and uh, and you know I would be on a date with them, and they would be talking about whatever article they found interesting on the pitchfork that day, uh, whereas I'm staring through those those beautiful lenses on those giant glasses and thinking, I just want to fucking come on your lenses right now. <laughs> <I> just- <laughs> I, I, you know, I saw it one time on the suggested links on Pornhub, like, and now I'm like, <laughs> I got converted right then and there to being a glasses guy, you know. And so, uh, anyways, that's shit. One of that, my, one of my. Uh, that's, that that took a that took a ninety degree turn. You that's better, awesome. Chris, that's awesome. you better, Chris, you better Costanza and leave it on a high low. Yeah, but anyways, yeah, that was the that's the absurdity of it is that it sort of uh, set him up, knock him down. So, anyways, thank you. I'm out, Jerry. Awesome, buddy. Come back anytime, man. Absolutely. Cheers. That's good. As I slowly take my glasses off and set them to the side. Uh, That uh, that reminds. I was just listening to uh, an interview with Hank Azaria, and he was talking about when he was a stand-up, and he did some bit where it was uh, he did William Shatner. He says I didn't do a lot of impressions when I was uh, doing stand-up because you know most comedians poo-pooed that, but he used to do a William Shatner taking a shit, and it was all like, (laughs) oh, oh, it was brilliant. Nice. Brilliant. Speaking of taking a shit, Dean Blundell <laughs> joins us. Uh, hey, buddy. From the network. I got fucking people taking shits. It's all good. <laughs> fearless leader. Our fearless leader. I'm yeah. trying to leave that world of comedy, dirge comedy behind you guys. So, fuck. Blame Big Chris, who just joined us and dropped a giant load on us. Dropped a deuce and <laughs> took off out the door. What was that took off. What was that about? He just admitted to like having a glasses fetish and wanting to <laughs> cream yeah. on some glasses. You know, he said he was a B-level stand-up comedian, and then we asked him to drop a B-level stand-up comedian best bit joke, and it turns out it was it's all about dating. And where does he live? 
I don't know if that's dating. That's not dating. I've dated a lot. That's never happened on a date. <laughs> Maybe you weren't trying hard enough. <laughs> I tried all the time. <laughs> Oh, man, we're just gonna we're gonna guys? make Ryan good, man. We're just hanging out, talking mm. lots of stuff. We're talking yeah. summer blockbusters. We're talking uh, Lukey. Lukey about- as we're talking Lukey as per Loki? Lo- uh, Lachlan. Lo- no, no, Lachlan. Lachlan calls it Lukey. Yeah. Uh, we're ca- talking Lukey, and uh, we're talking. Uh, He's not invited back. Mm-hmm. Black Widow. How you doing, Diener? What's up? Black Widow was great. Watched it. Fuck, I'm good, you guys. I'm really good. I was uh. Can I can I just interrupt? I, listen, I I just gotta interrupt your show for a second. Hi, I'm Dean. Everybody, I'm an alcoholic. <laughs> no, I am, but that's a, not a meeting, right? That's a meeting. Um, no, I I uh, I want to interrupt every, everything because um, I love what you guys did this year. I loved Thank it. You. you know, yeah, it was so cool watching you and Mike and and Chris and and Brent and then. JJ would pop in and watching you guys cycle people through the show. I got to nerd out in private without being embarrassed with you guys for a full year. Perfect. Perfect. You educated me as to the Marvel universe. I got fucking way into WandaVision and then that set me up for Loki or as Lachlan calls it, Loki because he's an idiot. Um, you know, like you guys have enriched the lives of so many people, nerd or non-nerds, that I just want to thank awesome. you. I really enjoyed it. Well, we appreciate pleasure. the space on the network, Beautiful. man. We appreciate yeah. the space Beautiful. on the network and, uh, you know, yeah. trying to have as many people on here as possible. Of course, uh, we, we're trying to have as many people from the network on. We had Allie on earlier who's having a party on her patio like they do in Alberta. Mm-hmm. So she had to jump. <clears throat> Anyways, uh, so that's and we got Big Chris on. We got Ryan and his mustache on. Yeah, what the heck? Good. I'm waiting. Or I'm just like hanging out. What's what am I doing? Yeah, here? we're just gonna like, you're gonna wait till the end now. We're gonna wait till the end because you're gonna wait till the end. You let Dean on. I've been sitting here. I was polite. I was being nice. Well, if play, hey, if you plug Start your microphone, if you plug, if you plug your microphone in your blue microphone, Ryan, maybe we'll put you on the fucking show. It's there you not go. We can't hear you. You didn't assign it. it doesn't work. It's doesn't here. Count. It's there here. It what? Am I not talking? Oh, yeah, no, not hear my words? You're good, buddy. You're yeah. kind of Mikey <laughs> good. He's 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 becoming the uh, Matt Damon to our Jimmy Kimmel. Is that what it is? Oh, that's what it is. Case. Well, that's also we got pinching you. So let's. So we better get Ryan on here because his house might burn down because he lives in hey, Kelowna. Hey. Ryan, give us your top five uh, blockbusters. Top Go. five. I'll give you ten. I'm just kidding. Um, so definitely. <laughs> I'm I'm of the the ilk uh, Fast and Furious the first one because I haven't seen any asshole. <laughs> you know what? Like you go there and then you saw the the douchebags as soon as you leave the the movie theater and they're like, oh, let's go racing. Like, no, just this enjoy the movie. Shaking my head. You you can shake all you want. It's a good movie. It it did what it needed to do. I found that uh, I didn't have a Honda Civic or any of those other expensive cars, and I got in uh, a Suzuki Swift after, and I thought I'm just like you guys. So that was uh, that was that was one of them. I would say uh, going back to the late '90s, so definitely classic rock era. Obviously, I'm just kidding. Um, American Pie. I remember seeing American Pie. Yes. And like that was one of those ones. Like I couldn't believe I got to go see it. My friend's uh, sister got us in, and uh, it was like one of the first rated R movies I got, to, or 18A, I guess, in Canada. And uh, I just couldn't believe it. like this, like this is next level stuff. So definitely American Pie, um, definitely uh, Transformers: Dark Side of the Moon, 
that was that was a fun one. I remember waiting in line for. Um, was Ninja Turtles the first one a summer blockbuster? I know it came yeah. out in March, but I mean, I'm pretty sure I saw it in the summer. It should it should have been if it wasn't. Can, the I, first can, one I, ask, can I ask? Can I ask Ryan? Are you kidding with all these movies? Like you're joking, right? Like you're just talking about. The have world. I ever joked with you? Have movie. I ever joked? Transformers. Yeah, it's a summer blockbuster. <laughs> 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 Nothing this summer. Was it a blockbuster? Check, check. That's two things. Right. Yeah, but we're not we're not talking about like the, the ones that made the most money. Like we're talking about your favorite. Ones. It was fun. I saw it in the summer. I, I enjoyed it. It was great. And then uh, Jungle he's Book. Just, I saw in the he's summer. He's just talking about movies you saw in the summer. That's what he's doing. Isn't that what you're asking? Jungle no, Book. Keep going. Your favorite really blockbusters, like your biggest movies that you love. He's not asking you for like. Give You're saying summer blockbusters. Do you want me to talk about movies that happen in the wintertime? No, it's summer. <laughs> yeah, but Matrix, they have to all be shit. Matrix Reloaded, that came out. That was there's no, there is no one on this planet. There's no one on this planet that has a favorite movie with Megan Fox in it. That <laughs> Listen, when I'm 65 years old like you, Dean, we can have this conversation. But all right, yeah, sure. we're talk about and then obviously this guy. Yeah. However you want to flex that. There you go. Ron hey, Burgundy. Anchorman. <laughs> Anchor, greatest, uh, greatest one-liner in it from all the movies, really. Why would you say Too that? Hot. Why would you say Too that? Too hot. No, no. Too hot. Milk was a bad choice. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So just, I just, killed that's a man. You don't have to agree with me, but those that's are right. my my things. Those are my bl- summer blockbusters. So mm-hmm. screw you. I don't care what you think, Dean. These are my <laughs> movies. They're not yours. They're mine. <laughs> that's why you live alone yeah, in Kelowna. Dean, that's probably it's... why uh, you guys keep me so far away from the network. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Uh, Ryan, Ryan, you get to stick around because we're going to do Nerds on Ice after this. Diener, give us your I'm list, here. buddy. What do you got? Favorite movies? Well, your blockbusters, your summers. Um, okay, so this this might come as a surprise, but I have none uh, that would match with any of Ryan's. None. <laughs> um, there will be blood. I don't mind it either. That's okay. There will be blood. Okay. Beauty. Gangs of New York. You're going to get a real Daniel Day-Lewis trip here, guys. Daniel, Gangs of New York is one of my all-time favorite movies. This one will blow your fucking minds. Uh, Magnolia with Tom Cruise, one of my all-time favorite movies. Maybe some of the best acting you've ever seen in any movie. And at the end of it, you're like, what the fuck is going on with the frogs? But trust me, none of it makes sense. You're just there for the acting. But I love the movie. Um, I would have to say the uh, Watchmen, not the Watchmen. 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 (laughs) The Born Identity. Forgot about that one. <laughs> are you what are you wearing cool? now? Are you what are you wearing? Cool? <laughs> what are you wearing? Hold on a second. We got to. What is this? Yeah. The tribute to Biz Marquis? Dude, this, is, this is my Mr. T chain. That's a swag chain. <laughs> yeah. That no, that's a Kelowna chain. That's what they wear down to the Beckers. So and my wife I left in the kitchen. I apologize. Okay. Um, I'm on movie number four. I didn't interrupt you, Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was allowed because I own everything. All right. You're going to pass. Okay. Go on. No, just kidding. Uh, and, and I would say, you know what? And it, this is going to sound really odd, but have you guys seen the movie Soul? Yeah. No. The new one? Great movie. Yeah. Great movie. 
yeah, it is. I've watched it. Fearless Fred and I were talking the other day because we were golfing, and, and we were talking about this movie for like two hours. It is one of the best movies you will ever watch if you watch movies for real meaning. Like if you're sitting there listening about enjoying your life, making the most out of your life, actually trying to do something that makes you happy and following that happiness to fruition, like really truly about living, about living a happy life, a full life, a, a, a joyous life. Like it, it was, and it's a cartoon. I'm, I'm, I remember watching it. I was like, I got nothing to do. No kids here. I watch soul bawling my eyes out <laughs> like a big pussy bawling my eyes out. And, and I would highly encourage everybody to watch it. I mean, you, you could be feeling down about life or wondering where, where your space is, but that movie, Soul, I swear to God, I've probably watched it 15 times. I think it's brilliant. Wow. You know who else, you know who also bawled their eyes out, uh, Dean? Who? Ryan, when Paul Walker was dead. No, <laughs> Ryan, I didn't. When Paul Walker <laughs> I did. I, like it's I said, I've only watched two of them. It's all family, guys. It's family. Bubble family. Zola. No, that was a good one, too. Family. Good. Uh, yeah. Do you want to start telling Paul Walker jokes, Brent? It's your career. <laughs> <laughs> he opened the door, man. He opened the door. Yeah, I've never I seen that. I like, I've never I like seen a guy get canceled from the internet, but this might be the day. I uh, I am uh, all about making as many jokes about the Fast and Furious as possible. And if it, oh, that one is of the guys shit franchise. I fucking watched the one with... Uh, uh, who's the dude? Uh, Jason Statham. Uh, what was it? Fast something with the Samoans. I can't remember. Oh, uh, oh yeah. Hobbs and Shaw. Yeah, Fast Samoans. It was called. I fucking watched this thing. <laughs> and like, I got to watch something. And Jason Statham. I used. Ah, he's pretty good. Locks talking's two smoking barrels. And I thought oh, I'll watch it. It was literally the biggest piece of shit I've ever seen. <laughs> and it was. And you know what it was? Because I have to watch something that's somewhat believable. Right. There is nothing believable in fast anything. Nothing. <laughs> There's zero. Oh, oh my God! Look, D Vin Diesel managed to turn a tow truck into a fucking flying saucer off the cliff of Samoa, <laughs> and and somehow brought it all back around, landed it perfectly, and everybody's now having dinner at at the Rock's house. I guess I don't know. Like that was the whole fucking movie. Just another night in BC out here. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> We we, uh, we man. Have the semi truck, so that's too dangerous out here. So, <laughs> yeah, I guess so. I guess it's so. too dangerous. Dean, thanks for having us on the network, man. Thanks yeah, for having us, everybody. Thanks for having, having the show and giving us a platform to uh, be nerds and hang out and you know talk what? I love it. The things, so, I love it. There's really no great. right or wrong way to do this. You guys watching, you guys express yourselves and have a place to go, uh, uh, just to hang out. I mean, I think that's kind of all this is, right? It's like it's like a daycare for old guys. <laughs> 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 but uh, I've really loved it. I mean, I I, I really have watching you guys um, operate and do content and get to know each other has been great. So thank you. I mean, I, I really mean that. It's been just great to watch, and uh, and we'll be in touch. To, uh, we'll be in touch. I'll be touching you guys soon. Bitching. Sounds like a bitch. Awesome, then, it will, then it truly will be fast and furious, right? <laughs> I'm all hands, Mike. Bring your glasses. You have no idea what happens when you and I get in a closet or oh, some type fuck. of play space together. I'm all hands. I'll trust that over Big Chris because I am wearing glasses. <laughs> so. Hey, by the way, this is this podcast is now sponsored by Costco. We all have there you go. glasses. Right. Wearing so. sunglasses. Enjoy your night, guys. I love you. All right. Thanks, buddy. Thanks, Cheers, Dean.
fun stuff. Man, that was great. This is going to be great. We're just going to keep that. Ryan, why don't you get something else to put around your head, and then we'll keep I'm, going. I'm looking. I'm door. I'm looking. I'm looking. I got my power. JJ, <laughs> let's go to JJ. JJ, what do you got, buddy? For uh, uh, well, first of all, I'm happy to say I, I haven't seen any of the Fast and Furious movies. Not <laughs> one. I haven't even seen the trailers. Like, all I know is that they exist. Uh, that said, I was really into. Uh, I always loved the blockbuster that had a. Uh, a fantastic car chase in it, uh, probably, and I'll give away my age here a little bit, but the, them Smokey and the Bandit movies from the early 80s got me into loving comedy and uh, and car chases. Um, so uh, my list, is it four or five? That could be Doesn't fun. matter. All right, Terminator Terminator 2 was just like oh. next level for me, the, the special mm-hmm. effects and and uh, Schwarzenegger and, and the whole nine and all the lines, and it was uh, dynamite. Uh, then uh, the Born Ultimatum, which was the third, uh, which I thought should have been the last, but it, to me it was just, man, Paul Greengrass and, and, and Matt Damon it was just, like, in, obviously incredible, and uh, it should have ended there. He swims away. That should have been it. He swims away. Why, why two more? Uh, and, uh, <laughs> Beverly Hills cop part two. Oh, uh, wow. Did it for me. I just, the, the, the look and aesthetic and Eddie Murphy was just at the, the height of his game. And, uh, it was just fucking hilarious. And just, you know, the whole Beverly Hills and stealing a house and all of it was just fantastic. Funny. Uh, and inception. Uh, I could have picked any Christopher Nolan movie, but uh, I, I always go with Inception as my favorite of all of his. Of course, uh, uh, The Dark Knights and um, you know all of Batman Returns and all of them in that trilogy are just fantastic. But I'll go with Inception uh, just for this for this podcast. I'll go with it. Um, and uh, yeah, that's it. Those are my. And I just want to point out, I know Dean's not here, but like three of his movies were all released. All, all them Daniel Day Lewis movies were released in. December or January for Oscar contention. They were not released in the summer at all. Sorry to nerd out. Get call out in the movies I Come on. <laughs> yeah, the bike helmet. Oh, the bike He's helmet. A, and a power oh, glove. Wow. The real one. That's the awesome. Wow. Look at that. Wow. Ryan, hold that uh, up again. Ryan, I make sure I bring it. Maybe not a lot, but enough. That is really good. Hold, hold that glove up again. Let me see that glove. Hold the glove up again. Oh, there we go. There, thank you, thank you. Wow, yeah. dude, that's friggin' it's cool. The real one. Yeah, dude, that's, that's awesome. Man. Wow. Also, what? It's also what, it's the also big, what Ryan. Remember the big frame on the school. TV? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There, there's, it's funny because there's this classic movie, and then the kid had one of those. The wizard. Wanted, yeah, and he wanted the to go into competitions and stuff. Fred I was Savage, man. That's so bad. That's so bad. Yeah, it's, I, I love little cheesy movies while I'm drawing. I think that was a day. summer blockbuster. It was. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was because yeah, that was movie. they were tying that into the launch of uh, Super Mario 3. That's right. Oh. That's right. Uh, Ryan, does that does that glove work? It it does. I don't know where the, the frame is. It's at my parents' house, but I made sure. I'm actually going to put it in like a case in my uh, basement man cave. That's very Sweet. cool, my friend. That's so, very cool. It, it, like it comes out every now and then, especially for you guys because uh, – Dean talks about nerding out, and I mean, this is like one of my favorite nerd toys. So that is coincidentally, it's what Ryan it's what Ryan wore to school for like the first seven years of school. Yeah. That, that's the original flashlight, isn't it? 
the thing is, anybody that knows anything about the, it was actually the original flashlight. Anybody that knows about the original power glove, if you had one, it sucked. It was like the worst controller ever. Like we had Punch Out, we had Merrick Sight Bike. It mm. was like the worst controller. Like I got it for Christmas, and within like a week, I'm like, this thing blows. So <laughs> took you it, a week uh, to figure it out. Yeah. So you know, I'm sure the like didn't Super Nintendo or N64 come out with one. Yeah, it was like the like the the, the, original, the original ten Nintendo one though. That's like the holy grail of Nintendo stuff, right? Like it's it's up there. I don't have the little robot that came out with the original Nintendo, but uh, yeah, this this thing this thing will die with me. That's for sure. Cool stuff. Nice, stuff. Michael. All right. Uh, it's yeah. At this point in the in the uh, proceedings, there are a lot of repeats. Uh, T two absolutely that was mind blowing yeah uh not just for you know the special effects were kick ass back then but it was such a cool considering like i liked the first terminator but it wasn't great it was like yeah okay but this like it it's almost like they they took it to a whole new level and and yeah i mean think of all the things that came out of just even like you know i'll be back like it's a legacy that's that's gone on amazing movie um probably the only really good terminator movie and they tried so hard to try and and catch the lightning in a bottle afterwards and yeah no everything after that really sucked i didn't mind that christian bale one that's the one where he that's the one where he was yelling at everybody right that's right yeah, yeah. I, uh, I think if that didn't happen it would have done better uh, i'm surprised nobody maybe because i was a huge family ties nerd but Back to the Future was huge for me. Uh, I think I was like 12 years old. And yeah, like it was, that movie blew my mind because the whole time travel thing. And, you know, the great thing about that movie when, when, you know, you saw it back then is you didn't overanalyze how completely and utterly ridiculous their playing with the timeline thing and Mm -hmm. how that all worked but uh again absolutely love that uh raiders of the lost ark oh yes uh, was immense uh for me because i mean a i loved han solo and harrison ford and then all of a sudden here's this kick-ass like you know at the time i thought it was some sort of like a weird not cowboy thing but they made it seem really i don't know swashbuckly i guess is the word but it was so cool uh and again back then the special effects at the end as a kid freaked the shit out of me when when they did the whole face melting thing and stuff like that so that kind of stuck with me anchorman absolutely i don't care what anybody says that is a summer blockbuster and a half Mm -hmm. uh amazing film and the um honorable mention to the avengers I mean, that was, you know, when it came out, it was cool. Uh, this one's a little kind of to Dean's soul thing. Toy Story 3. I'm sorry, because I was a, you know, kid who played with a lot of toys as an only child. Uh, that movie, at the end, like, there was a lot of, uh, there was a lot of emotions going on. And I thought it was, it would have been the perfect end to that series of films. And then they had to... Disney-fy it and make more money by bringing out Toy Story 4, which was okay, but uh, I thought Toy Story 3 was just from the way it was written, the acting, and the heartstrings that it pulled. Uh, yeah, it was uh, it was it was pretty solid. So, yeah, those are not really blockbuster blockbusters, but... You know. I, got 
I got a question for you guys. Speaking of Anchorman, um, when the DVD came out, mm-hmm. have any of you guys seen the two pack Wake yeah. Up Ron Burgundy? Yes. To me, to me, and it's debatable. It's almost as good as the original. I think the the secondary story with Maya Rudolph. Yeah. I thought that would have been a it better because you get the yeah. whole backstory of like brick and champ and everything. Yeah. And it is just it's so funny. And most people haven't seen it. No, I, I didn't see that. Because they had so many outtakes and cuts, they're like, let's just put it into another movie. And it's yeah. like an hour over an hour long. Yeah. Like it's great. Wow. And the storyline's a little bit wonky, but it is so, so good. I go to Chris. I'd like to see that. Okay, well, my I picked, your turn, buddy. Okay, I took a different angle on this. I got three summer movies that are basically based on summertime and that I have to watch every year. I, I watch these once a year, summertime. So the number one is Summer Rental by with John Candy, like from 1985. Man, like that's a summer movie to me. You know, like Star Wars is a summer blockbuster, but that's just like a great movie. So I went a different way. So summer, if you haven't seen Summer Rental with John Candy, this 1985 film with uh, Karen Austin, also a very young Joey Lawrence. Whoa. He's in there. Um, yeah, man. So Summer Rental's great. Like, I don't know what else to say. John Candy, Summer, and a Summer Rental Place. It's, it's just fantastic. Now, another, another one, and this, oh, I just love this movie, um, The Burbs. Uh, it was released in 1989, mm. and it's got Tom Hanks, Bruce Dern, Carrie Fisher, and Corey Feldman does a fantastic side job in this one, too. It has a great little role. But it's basically about Tom Hanks taking a week off of work, sitting in the subdivision and going crazy, like just with stupid little things in the subdivision. And I used to do that. I used to take a month off though, <laughs> in August and I would go a little crazy as it went on. So it's just such a great movie. Um, if you haven't seen The Burbs, man, you got to watch The Burbs and you have to watch it in the summertime because these are movies that if you watch when there's snow on the ground, it just doesn't make much sense to me. Now, another one. Now, this one, this this is a movie that uh, could be mistaken for like, like a, a you know, um, a fart joke kind of movie, right? But it's not. Um, and it's Adventureland. And it was released in oh, 2009. Yeah. This is a fantastic movie. The soundtrack in this movie with, with like the replacements to Lou Reed to David David Bowie's Modern Love put it in a perfect spot. It's, it's amazing. And the cast, uh, Jesse Eisenberg, Christian Stewart, Ryan Reynolds, Kristen Wiig, Bill uh, Hatter is, is incredible in this. Him and Kristen Wiig, they, they run the park. This, this, uh, the, the basis of it is in the summer of 87, a college graduate takes a nowhere job at his local amusing park only to find it's the perfect course to get him prepared for the real world. And it's such a good movie. There's one scene in this movie. Um, this, this always reminds me of, of summer times when I was a teenager and how much fun we used to have. Um, so there's a scene in here where uh, the, the two leads, the male and female, Jesse Eisenberg and Kristen Stewart, are, are sitting in, in their car together. And she's giving him a ride home and they just met. And there's a song playing on, on she puts a tape in cranks up this tune uh, don't want to know if you are lonely can't think of the name of the band but a great song and he and there's no talk because they just met but they got a crush on each other kind of and he looks over at her and he, he reaches over and he turns it up and they just smile at each other now my okay now my young jedi's out there that's your move that's your move <laughs> hey, you're, anybody you're interested in that they put the i guess it wouldn't be a tape these days but they turn on a song smile at them turn it up and smile back. I guarantee. But that moment there just brought like as a songwriter and just as a comic book writer, that moment was fantastic. Like, um, and there was a few more moments like that in there that I really, really enjoyed. And then, and then Bill Hatter would come in and just be friggin' hilarious, man. Guy's not throwing garbage in the garbage can. He'd run after with a baseball bat kind of thing. It was, oh, it's just great. <laughs> um, Adventureland is like these three movies um, to me, get you into summer. You know what I mean? Adventureland, the guy's working at a summer park. 
Such a great it, movie. I've just started watching it. Isn't it filmed on Toronto it. Island ahead, as well? Man. Isn't it filmed on Toronto I, Island I as well? I don't know. Center I'm not sure. I think it is. I don't know, but, but so. great movie, dudes. Um, Ryan Reynolds in it as well, too. It's just one of my favorite actors. I think he's great. Um, and Jesse, I Jeff, Jesse, I won't watch my own films. Eisenberg's in there as well. But the, the soundtrack makes it, and it starts off with "Bastards of Young" by the Replacements. Down, now, 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 and then just goes into the city scene and with Jesse Eisenberg at a college party, and it just goes from there, man. It's like it's uh, again, you know, my classic thing: characters with layers. Um, and just it reminds me of that those last summers when I was like in my teens, where you just kind of you're out meeting meeting people for the summer, and it was a really good time. Yeah. Nice. When well, you're we gotta throw we gotta throw meatballs in there. Well, again, yeah. that, there you go. That's another one that I I would put in there. Meatballs too. Oh. <laughs> meathead. <laughs> Me, meathead. I think meathead. it's meathead. Meathead. If, yeah. If you see meatballs, too, you get that. But it's so funny, man. When you talked about that 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 move, the turning up the volume, it makes me think of uh, uh, Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Oh, another when he goes movie. on the date and and uh, Damone's like, you got to get her in the mood. You put on side uh, side one of Zeppelin four, whatever. But he puts on, I think, physical graffiti, and the, it's like cashmere. It's like da 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 da. It's like yeah, that's so not sexy. That's so not getting in the mood. But but it's amazing the soundtracks though for for a lot of those movies. Those really. I mean, that's kind of part of that whole summer blockbuster thing. When JJ mentioned Beverly Hills Cop 2, immediately I'm hearing Shakedown by Shakedown. Bob Seger yeah. and I Want Your Sex by George Michael, which there that summer was huge on the yeah. radio. Yeah. So oh, I, sorry, I got one more to add in her on the end of it. And uh, I, Vacation, the first vacation ah. where they, where yeah, they yeah, go to Wally. Where, like, that, that's a, that's <laughs> a summer, summer movie. Another one that I'd like to watch totally. every summer. Um, that kind of got ruined for me though, because it was on TV so much, and I, it's hard to change a channel, right? If it was ever on, but now the remake is fantastic. The the new yeah. one is really great. Oh yeah, I've seen it once. Okay. I, yeah. I got to see it again. It's Chris so Walsh brings Chris, Chris, Chris Hemsworth. Oh yeah, Chris, Chris Hemsworth in there. That's right too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that is funny. So, uh, so those, those are that's my list. Yeah, I got. Uh, okay, so big Chris talked about uh, growing up. And I was like, ooh, yeah, you know what? That took me back a little bit. So uh, one of the great uh, movie experiences I had going in the summertime when you're like, you're, you're, oh, you're going to the movies and you're like, you know, you're eight or nine or whatever and you're all excited to go to the movies. Mm-hmm. Frame Roger Rabbit. Oh, uh, Frame Roger Rabbit. I forgot about that one. Who Frame Roger boom. Rabbit for me was yep. just, yeah, a side boob, cartoon boob. But it was like, mm-hmm. it's such a great, great, such a great movie uh to be like that age when that came out and um obviously jaws is in there uh the dark knight for me uh chris vacations for sure in there uh and god there's so many honorable mentions uh who or sorry uh saving private ryan that was like jesus when that thing came out in the summer was crazy but (laughs) step brothers oh yeah that's a great movie step brothers for me uh because i had stepsisters and then i also had stepbrothers and had, and I was like, wow, they nailed it. They nailed it. So fucking Catalina wine mixer, Catalina wine mixer. Now I called that as it might fit one of my favorite Christmas movies. If you guys remember. Oh, <laughs> yeah. And it's, it was released right. in July, but it was released in July, but it's yeah. If you like to watch during yeah, Christmas, that's your bag, man. Yeah, that's there right. You go. Hulk cans. That's okay. <laughs> Another You're another really actual, quality, but that's okay. Another uh, like another Will Ferrell uh, produced one, or in, you know, with another great line in it. So Anchorman was, you know, milk was a bad choice. In 
stepbrothers when they're fighting on the front line. And he's like, yeah, well, I put my balls on your drum set. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And he goes, yeah, well, my drum set is a, a guy. guy. Yeah. <laughs> so that makes you gay. <laughs> yeah. That's it's just like, what? Who comes up with this? <laughs> so it's just hey, like, just, oh just the whole concept of uh, of their, their side business, you know, investors, Maybe. possibly you. Yeah. <laughs> just brilliant. Just brilliant. So, uh, hey, man, we got uh, we covered a lot, and we got a few more to cover. Anybody got in a rush to get out of here? Because we got nerds on ice, we can get into. Uh, I I do stuff. have to roll. Thank you guys so much. Hey, JJ. JJ, it's good to see you again, buddy. Podcast. Tell us, on, uh, tell us, tell us where we can find you. Yeah, uh, on all social media platforms at Toronto JJ. Uh, the Unfiltered with JJ Melanie podcast is on hiatus. And uh, currently chipping away at uh, reposting episodes that were taken down due to copyright infringement. So I'm looking forward to the summer. Uh, you can go into our best of catalog, which will start to populate over the next few weeks. Um, unfiltered with JJ and Melanie. And of course, I'm the producer of The Block on CBC yeah. Music Nationwide uh, with Angeline Tedueo, a fantastic show featuring black music. Uh, that's it. Thank you so much, guys. Thanks, oh, thanks, buddy. Appreciate it. Thanks, JJ. Peace Come out. Back next season, eh? I will. Back next yeah, season. Yeah, yeah. Right on. Happy Take care. Have anytime. Thanks, man. Woo. Yeah, Ooh, great stuff. Uh, what did we get here? Sorry, th uh, when you had your outfit on, Ryan, it was just a bit of, that's why I said, uh, Kim's really nailing you here. Um, yeah, Kim, Kim's your fan. You know what? I've, ne yeah. I've never been on a short bus. Truth. <laughs> Truth. There you go, Mike. It, I said. mean, I know that sounds debatable, but I haven't. So, gentlemen. Uh, we got a couple more. We got another segment to get to before we jump here. Uh, obviously, we're going to get to Chris on uh, Skeletron. But before we do that, it's the award-winning skit that uh, part of the show that uh, TSN and Sportsnet will tune in to get all the hot takes. Here we go. Nice. Sorry, I don't have any reverb. <laughs> well, they couldn't hear it because the video was playing. You got to play it again. Ah. <laughs> oh. Do it one more time. Nerds on ice. Now I feel it. <laughs> <There you go. laughs> yeah. Okay. That's yeah. the expansion it. draft tomorrow. That's the expansion draft tomorrow. No. Seattle's going to take not Carey Price. I nope. don't believe. No. I think they'll be nuts. nuts. They're going to be nuts. So Ryan, being our, uh, our, our hockey expert panel from the PP1 podcast in beautiful burning to the ground, Kelowna, British Columbia, tell Ooh, us your nickelback. take on on the, on the, uh, did you say home to Nickelback? What? I said cue the Nickelback, burn it to the ground. Final. Well, let's go. Well, this is going to be the one minute hot take. Ryan, final thoughts on the Bring season, expansion draft, and there we go. Uh, final thoughts on the season. If we're talking about my Vancouver Canucks, um, it was awful. I still love my team, but uh, they were god awful, and I can't wait for next year when we get uh, Pod Colson. Congratulations to back to back champs. Um, number one bullshit, the Tampa Bay Lightning. <laughs> Absolutely great that you can also wear the Con Smythe as a hat. So that's crazy. And, um, yeah, I'm looking forward to the expansion draft and the draft and uh, my team eventually getting to another Stanley Cup playoffs. Not the final because that's that's asking a lot. So um, Braden Holby is going to be going to Seattle from Vancouver. And um, you know what? Well, eventually they're going to acknowledge me for something, and I don't know if that's a good or bad thing. So. Yeah. Who else from the Canucks is going to go there? Well, I it'll just it'll just be Holpe. Who do you think, yeah. Chris? Who they're going to take from Toronto? Who's Seattle going to take from Toronto? 
Oh, your mic is oh. up. Oh, oh. Ah. is there what is there a Montreal producer here somewhere? Is that well? Then I'll, I'll just hop in with my. Uh, I I think the Kraken will take uh, Alex Kerfoot. It makes the most sense because they have um, already done a video for it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's. Uh, I think that's no brainer. And hey, kudos to uh, to Kyle Dubas for making the deal for McCann because hey, he's. Uh, I, I think you get you get a little bit of what Kerfoot brings at, at a much cheaper price, but um, yeah, I'm with you, Brent. I don't I don't think price is uh, he's not he's not going. And Braden Holtby makes the most sense. A uh, little little senior uh, little senior leadership there for uh, a, a younger goalie tandem. So yeah, I don't know. I, I, I like. I, I was hoping for a better season out of him in Vancouver. I got to tell you honestly. I think he was too. I, yeah, I didn't think it was there. Chris, I don't think we can hear you yet, buddy. No, you're going to have to go out and come back in. I think drop. you're going to elbow drop it. The rock. I don't know what to tell you. Maybe just uh, uh, reassign saying, reassign the mic, Chris. Reassign the microphone. Freddie Anderson, what? No. Reassign the microphone. Yeah, we'll do that. Sidney Crosby. Yeah, They're going to take Sidney Crosby. Yeah. Hey, now, isn't the, isn't uh, um, uh, Mark andre Fleury unprotected as well, right? Um, I, oh, I don't think so, but you know, you'd, you'd think I know, but I've been busy swimming and, uh, you know, enjoying the sunshine out here. So, um, I I can't quite remember actually expansion. I'm going to Google it. This is, uh, what everybody else does on their podcast. Just Google it. They're going to take that guy from Florida. Yeah, we got you. There you are. There you go. Come back. Yeah. Check. Yeah. We're going to take that guy from Florida, I think, as their number one. Eh? Yep. Yeah, we're good. Uh, okay, Chris, final thoughts on the season for you? Oh, man. Obviously, my, well, I'm a Leaf yeah. fan. I know. Who earns, man? That was like bullshit. I, I like to, somebody needs to spank Mitch Marner and tell him, to, you know, fuck up and play against real defensemen, dude. That's <laughs> Seriously, that was pathetic. That was, was really bad. Hey, I'm still a Leaf fan, but, you know, Willie started it by holding out for all that money. But he gave it to him. I don't. I guess I don't blame Willie for wanting more money. Everybody wants more money. But he's Willie started it. There you go. So Buddy gave, Harry Potter gave him his money. Mitch Marner came in. Sure, we'll give you more. Well, how much do you he's want? Sure, we'll give you this. Too. Yeah. Well, you just it's it ridiculous. It, like so, you're giving all these kids that are like, like whether they're hockey players or not, you give any kid that much money, they're not going to be behave properly or think properly or. If I had that much money when I was 21 years old, I'd be dead by the time I was 25. That's just, like these guys will still be alive, but they're not making the right decisions in life. They're, they get sick. Yeah. I guarantee the Shea Weber got Mitch Marner in the corner and said, "I'm going to fucking kick your ass, little boy." Mitch Marner peed his pants and went to the bench. Has Mitch Marner ever really worked in his life? Mm, maybe not. Probably not. Wendell Clark did. Wendell Clark worked really hard in the farm. Doug Gilmore had a hard working job. You Joe know, Thornton like there's. I'm just. Pardon me. Joe Thornton worked on a farm. Well, yeah, you know what I mean? I, I, I could be way off base here, but when it comes to the playoffs, when you need a man to dig in the corners and score, and you got these kids getting paid millions of dollars, you're not going to get it. There's my opinion of the Leafs. There well, you go, and, and hey, I mean, look at look at Jason Spezza. I mean, like, here's a He's guy. Gold. Yeah, and again, coming back for another year at the league minimum. Why? Because he loves to play the game and he loves what Toronto, you know, the potential of Toronto. And I think guys like him, yeah, you hope that it's going to rub off. 
Uh, Shea Weber definitely must have done some rubbing off on Cole Caulfield because that kid, man, like I was expecting him to get pounded uh, as they got further on into into the playoffs, and he didn't. And that blew my mind. I don't know if he got the pass because he's like – the young kid, but he looked like a, a little tiny guy in, in a sea of gigantic men, which Marner basically did against Montreal. And they just, you know, like you said, scared him off. Or and one know. of those guys looked like he fit and the other didn't. Like Cole Caulfield, he looked he, like how Kale McCarr did it, right? Like yeah. you get the first playoffs and you're like, this guy is so good. He fits already. And there's a lot of great stars in the league that have taken time to get to that. And some guys just magically get it right away. And it's mm-hmm. tough. Like even Johnny Tavares took a while to really bloom. Steven Stamkos really took a while to bloom. But then you look at the Macars, like I said, and and, uh, and Caulfield. And I mean, you're just like, I want that guy. And you could hate him, but you want that guy in your team. Because yeah. he just instantly makes an impact. And you're thinking like, wow, this guy's making nothing. We can now afford some other guys. And I mean, eventually you get to the point where you actually do make money. The Marners and and uh, Matthew, like all these guys have, have earned that right to make that kind of money. But when you get to see it so early and you think maybe we can mold these guys to, you know, make a little bit less so we can get more guys around them. And like kudos to Toronto. They, they got close. I mean, there's a lot of great pieces there. I can't stand that team. But at the same time, you look at how they're built. Like you're right, Jason Spezza, you know, like what's not to like about that and yeah. you can start fitting all those other guys joe thornton again is a great example like all they want to do is win like at the end of the day they want to ring they want to hold up the stanley cup and if that means they have to take a little bit money more or less money because they've already made plenty of it yeah i mean we wouldn't we all love to be in that position where you're like you know what i don't really need the money i'm just here to make sure that things go really really well at the end of the year yeah, no like, sure, right? how great would that be Mm-hmm. It'll be it'll be interesting to see what Montreal does now with, you know, where that Shea Weber, you know, he's messed up his ankle and like that's, you know, and he was a real, you know, big part of this magical playoff push that they had. So and it's guys like that. It's the grit guys. It's the veterans that can take a young team and, you know, guide them a little bit more and sort of get their headspace in the right uh, in the right place. And that's why I love, you know, Spets is back. Wayne Simmons is back. Uh, whether or not Thornton, I don't, I haven't heard. I, I don't know if that's going to happen. Joe looked a little, he looked a little tired by the end of, uh, by the end of the round there. So, uh, um, the deal trying to figure out Hyman's situation, right? And then he uh, he's gone, man. He's, he's done. He's done. Yeah. Hyman, Hyman. I think Joe, I think Joe comes back. I think Joe comes back and, and, uh, I think, uh, uh, Ryan, I think Edler goes to Montreal and there we are. Ooh, Montreal. Interesting. interesting. We think Calgary. We I think uh, Hyman's they going. Took the, they took. They took the rest of the Canucks. So I yeah, think Hyman's, Hyman's going to end up. Tampa. He's going to go where Olin and Salo both went. So I think Hyman ends up in Edmonton. Yeah, I was thinking the same. Ryan. If he goes anywhere. Ryan, that's uh, thanks for joining us for Nerds on Ice. Where can everybody yeah, find you? We'll let you get out of here, buddy. Where can um, everybody find you? PP1 podcast. We're obviously also on the network. If you haven't noticed by now, uh, we're recording episode 100 this week. We've got Ooh, a congratulations, former, man! Awesome. We've got a former Canuck Dixon Ward on. Uh, we're giving away a ton of prizes. I've got some great uh, partners um, that have given us summer skates. We've got our, our summer skates, the the hockey laces, uh, um, sandals. Uh, today is the deadline. I make, I'm putting my order tomorrow, 29 bucks. You get a sweet black sandal with our little logo on it. They're super comfy. Um, so we're doing that. We've got a bunch of other prizes uh, as well. We like to give away stuff on our show for some reason. I don't know why, but that <laughs> seems to be our MO. Uh, we've also got some 
I've, we've got some guests lined up in the next couple of weeks that through connections as the only way these things would happen. I will tease this to everybody. It is one of the 31 coaches so far in the NHL that'll be on our show. <laughs> oh, um, oh, oh, all right. Yeah. So it's uh that's, that's the only teaser. So I don't know if any of our hockey uh, listeners are going to be um, on this one necessarily, but a uh, little uh, teaser for everybody. I, I, I literally dropped my phone when I found out who was coming on. Um, like I geeked out mega hard. So uh, for me, hey, Ryan, that's a big deal because we're we, still, we've, all, we've also booked yeah. we've also booked a big giant actor, George Clooney. No, it's but as vague as what you just made it. So you've oh. made a bit. <laughs> I'm just saying when you when you see you're gonna you're gonna know that uh, we that we did a good job. So nice. anyway, that's where we are. Um, yeah, like I said, episode 100 this week. Um, it's gonna be a lot of fun. I mean, we're just here to talk hockey, like and whatever else. Obviously, big week expansion draft is tomorrow. The actual draft is Friday. Next Wednesday is free agency. So it's a month later than normal of in the hockey season, but this is what we live for. Sadly, it is almost August, and uh, I try not to think about hockey, but here we are. <laughs> <laughs> thanks for joining us, buddy. Thanks for having me, guys. I appreciate thanks, it. Man. Enjoy. Uh, thanks. Awesome, I, I got the Loki talk, and like, holy crap, I can't wait for season two. Yeah, man, I'm geeking out hard on that. Thanks so much, guys. You gotta, you yeah. gotta redeem yourself after all those shit movies you listed. Anyways, oh, thanks for coming on. on anytime, buddy. Anytime. That was mean. Oh, that was mean. Any you make me cry time. as I walk out the door. Jeez, You're okay, that's Ryan. That's all right. Don't listen to him. Just, Love you guys. Just, Thanks so much. Take care, buddy. Cheers. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> You're terrible. Rude. Hey, man, he was my neighbor. Fuck that. <laughs> okay. He was my neighbor. He was my neighbor. Oh, right on. That's well, I'd be a good neighbor. That's right. Yeah, by the way, great. By the way, I, I wanted to pass along a message to you. Uh, our, our, our buddy uh, who... Uh, was hoping to get on the pod, uh, but he's had a busy couple of days. Uh, as oh he God, put, yeah. I've slept five hours in two days. Not sure how I'd sound. Uh, for instance, uh, I'm out here on the deck listening to, sh- uh, to Sun Shower by Chris Cornell. It's his birthday, and we had a sun shower, so I gapped out, and that was it. So uh, hopefully season his, two. He his will post be, uh, was the best where he said he was hit by a freight truck or something with with the carrying elephants. So I'd imagine. Yeah. He's, he had a busy, uh, we, we talked a little bit about, uh, about his uh, money in the bank experience and he was a little bit sore, uh, you know, happy, felt good about it. Let me tell you something. Uh, I have to tell you from the outsider perspective of listening to this thing. When I heard he was working with Seth, I was like, Oh, and I saw saw Seth come in and kick him in the back of the neck. And I'm like, "Eh." Hey, here's the thing. Come on, uh, man. Here's the thing. As a fan, as a fan, I <laughs> sure it's going to be great. But as a fan, I'm looking forward to this uh, because there's a built-in history. Because they teased mm. this, you know, seven mm-hmm. six, seven years ago uh, with the whole curb stomp. And I remember uh, Adam was not thrilled that he couldn't do anything about it because he's he's of the mindset, you know, that if I can't uh, if I can't follow through on something like it's, it rings a little shallow. So it's cool that they're going to get to do this. I'm excited because it's not the focus. And as I have seen and maybe have heard that if the focus is on um, Vince and people have hands in the pie 
and it it's not as much fun if you're in the pie. I think with Roman and John Cena doing their thing for SummerSlam and that whole, the eyes and the hands will be in that pie. I think Adam and Seth are going to do amazing things because they're going to be left alone. And when you leave two very creative guys to their own devices under the radar, that's when the gold's going to happen. That's going to be, that's, that's kind of like Jericho and uh, I can't remember. I think it was Jericho and CM Punk. Punk. Yeah. Yeah, when when nobody expected, like they were just kind of like not the afterthought, but they it was Rock and Cena and Jericho and CM Punk basically went in there, stole the show, and and you know that's I think this is what's going to happen. But yeah, dude, he was he took a beating. They were physical. Mm-hmm. It was old school. It was storytelling. It was paced. Uh, it was you know it was building to something you know, and that was mm-hmm. that was really cool to watch. So I liked the pay per view. It was. Uh, Peacock in the States. Mm-hmm. Worst idea the WWE ever did was sell their network to NBC because they don't know how to run a fucking stream to save their lives. Mm. Uh, lots of lots of anger because the uh, the feed kept cutting out for a good chunk of the uh the men's yeah, money in the bank that. match. And yeah. you know, because the network runs on the network outside of the US. They weren't really, they didn't realize what was going on and NBC was dragging their heels from what I understand. So yeah, the worst idea. And right now, man, if, if I'm the WWE, I know they're, you know, they've got money hand over fist, but you start making things like that happen. You start, you know, little things. The, those other guys, the ones that aren't your competition but are drawing eyes to their product, it just it just boosts them, and you know, very quickly things can change. But that's just you it starts know. with better. It starts with better writing and better storytelling and better everything. Michael, where can yeah. we find you on everything? Because you're everywhere. What did you add to the list this week? Uh, to the list this week, uh, nothing of major. No, we've uh, yeah, we're just still rolling along. Same old, same old, guys. You know. Turn on, uh, turn on showcase if you miss me, because I'll I'll tell you all about the shows that are coming up. Um, yeah, it's same old, same old man, and I'm excited. I was I was thrilled that uh, Ontario finally got to go back to the movies. I love the fact that you know we can go to Cineplex again, uh, and uh, we joke about you know go see it because Mike gets. I don't get money from it. I, I say this just because <laughs> it's still it's a it's a it's a cool thing, and I love the fact that you can go with your kids to the movies. And hey, there's Mike. You know that's that's kind of comforting to me. So. Uh, but yeah, man, it's, it's same old, same old. And thanks so much for having me part of season one of the, uh, the Escalator, uh, podcast. Uh, it's been, it's been a lot of fun, man. I learned a ton from you, Chris. I mean, I am, you know, again, I've said this before. I'm not a comic book nerd at all. I, I wasn't, you know, I didn't know as much you and JJ, you guys, elevated my uh <laughs> my mcu uh knowledge oh uh God. not so much the dc stuff but you know that's okay because you know, that's because no one man. fucking talked about it i'm I the know. only one that will talk hey, about it for just, Christ's just, sake. just wait till james gunn's God, suicide squad comes out and then yeah, you know, there we go it just takes a marvel director to you know improve the dc universe mm-hmm. so uh mm-hmm. but no it's been it's been a ton of fun i'm excited for uh season two and uh yeah man uh hope hopefully you'll you'll have me back i'm 
uh, quite happy to spend sure. my Tuesdays with you cats. While we're so. hosting, we're having tryouts. So Okay, hey, that's fine. That's fine. I'm cool with that. Just send me some audition lines. I'm used to that's my job. I audition all the time. So give, uh, us, a, but, uh, give us something to go out with, like kitchen escalator. I got nothing. I get, I honestly, it's like, it's like with Chris, you know, g- telling a comedian to do a joke, tell a voice guy to, to, you know, just do something, say something. Again, <laughs> the following program may contain scenes of nerdity, nerdity, not nudity, nerdity, the kids in the escalator podcast. Uh, but Chris, congratulations on Skeletron, man. Thanks buddy. Fucking awesome. that, I've man. got, I've got uh, my comic uh, is is displayed on my shelf. It oh, is currently beautiful. it is currently actually behind my edge bobblehead, cool. uh, and, oh, just like in, and, ju- and just in line with my uh, with that amazing sketch, my uh, Mandalorian sketch, man. So uh, awesome! I love having your artwork here. And Brent, Thanks, man, buddy. as soon as things really get back to normal, man, I'm coming out. I'm coming out west. To, well, to, I'll be this. I'll be your way before you're my way, buddy. I'm at, uh, the, well, uh, hey, at some I'm point. I'm in Toronto. Yeah. I'm in Toronto in the end of September. So there we go. Really? Well, let you know. Boys, I'm going to try and do this. Uh, where's where's that? Okay, I just have to push one button now. Uh, I bid you all a fond uh, farewell. And as Wayne and Schuster used to sing, I can see by the clock on the wall, it's time to bid you one and all goodbye. Goodbye. Anyway, uh, that's my old. My old reference. You're old. You're fucking old. I am. Jesus, hey, you're old. Everybody says Dean's old. I think I'm older than Dean, which is crazy <laughs> shit. So does that make me like an uber old man nerd? Then I guess I don't know. Just oh, makes right me the you, youngest buddy. on the show. <laughs> makes me yeah. the youngest on the show still. Yes. Oh man. All right. Have a Thanks, great buddy. summer, guys. We'll talk in the fall. Thanks, Peace, hey, buddy. Take care. Uh, there he goes. Look at that guy. He's able to cut it. himself right off. This was like a two-hour yeah, summer but- special, wasn't it? Well, the, we we said we were gonna go. We said we were gonna go long. We knew well, we were gonna go long. We got a we got a plethora of guests. Yeah, there's the Skeletron issue number two, and hidden inside of one issue will be a golden ticket, which is going to get you a nice piece of an original Skeletron artwork. All you gotta do is buy a comic. You might find a golden ticket. In it. We might even put a few golden tickets out there. We're not sure yet, but if you get the golden ticket, man, you're going to get yourself a cool prize. Right now, it's just a, a, like one piece of artwork, but I'm, by the time it's out and released, we're probably going to have a bunch of stuff to you get with this golden ticket. So, yeah, so incentive. And this should be, the, the the order goes out tomorrow. Usually it takes a week to get them. So probably by this time next week, we'll have Skeletron issue number two ready for sale, which I'm very excited for. I'm excited. I'm very excited. I'm excited for you, and I'm excited as your friend. I, think, I know it's all you've ever wanted to do, man. And it's just every single time you put one out, it's like, this is the only thing I put out. I, I, we got this thing and then I got my own show and that's the only thing I put out to the world. <laughs> that's it. And I'm excited every time I get a chance to do this show. But then we also, you know, I got my own and that's when I put out. That's going to be it. Uh, my mm-hmm. stuff will be out there. So to see yours mm-hmm. in hard copy form out there. It's fantastic. very exciting, my friend. Very exciting. Lots of new characters. We're introducing the military in issue two. And leading into one of the biggest bad guys uh, at the very last page of issue two. So it's uh, leaves on a cliffhanger there for a, another new. These, the first four issues are basically on introducing a bunch of main characters, right? But in a cool way. Um, so after issue four, they're going to just, the, the, some of the stories will kind of be capped. Or at least you'll have an idea what's going on in this universe. And then uh, our hero is going to take off to Wolf Island for an adventure. And if you haven't been to Kingston, Wolf Island, man, has no like stop signs, no police, no anything out there. 
So imagine right. what what would have happened, um, you know, on on the fade to black. What would have happened out there? All the evil. So just yeah. is is that island uh, without getting into um, tourism? It, it's mm-hmm. like a it's a thing, right? Like it's like a, oh, like yeah, a party a, island, party island or something. What is it? There's a beach out there, man, with like yeah, yeah, clear yeah. water and like rocks and yeah. stuff. But you gotta dr- you have to walk 15 minutes to a half hour to get there from a spot, right? Mm. Um, but yeah, it's it's a nice little place, you know. Like I was out there for one of my friend's weddings, and uh, we stayed overnight there at a, at a little motel, and it was all really old fashioned from the past, right? So, but um, yeah, no police out there, no stop signs. Like that, it's uh, martial law. Watch out. So, uh, I know your bladder's probably calling you, but your thoughts on good. season one? I'm all good. Thoughts on um, season one? Season one. This year? Yeah, my favorite yeah. Um, episode this year was uh, the toy episode we did. I really had fun with the toy episode with, uh, with uh, we had Todd Kearns Todd on there. And, and yeah, we had yeah, Brent Fitz Brent on there as our main guest. Yeah, yep. I was trying to, trying to think of another well, nicknames with the real we'll actual names. <laughs> Yeah, we're gonna have to make that a yearly thing, I think. Oh, of course, that was that was around Christmas. That was just before Christmas, wasn't it? We did yeah. that. That was another so, one right yeah. before. Maybe we took a break, maybe or something. I can't remember. But that was my favorite episode um, of of the year. I really, really enjoyed that one. But then, and then we did the the last one we did that was really, really cool. Hey, thanks, Kim. The aliens, yeah, yeah, the aliens. Is Kim heading out. Let's see what she yep. says. Hey, you're the thanks, best. Kim, and I'm good. Hey, <laughs> thanks, Kim. Woohoo! Yes, one for me. That that was like my rating for the for the for the Black Widow movie. It was good. <laughs> uh, yeah, there was a lot of highlights, man. I, that Christmas episode was a blast. Everyone coming on with their Christmas movies. Uh, we had a big roster of people that joined, including Beth Phoenix. So thank you, Beth, for joining us. Thanks, Mike, for hooking that up. Um, man, there was a lot of support too. Dean gave us a lot of support. Lachlan coming on, uh, trying to school them, as Mike said, trying to learn something. Even I learned something. I mean, I'm just a guy on the other side of the screen but you're our teacher so it's uh it was awesome it was it was a really cool thing uh we did like 38 episodes whatever that's 38 weeks that's pretty cool yeah now that's what three quarters of a year worth of shows and we're gonna Mm -hmm. break and probably come back in september Mm -hmm. i'm guessing i'm gonna be in town so my feeling is that we should debut season two when i'm there with you yeah we could do uh end of september it's a little long, but we'll see. We'll see what we're going to do there. Definitely, there's going to be a break. It won't be nothing. Uh, tune into us on YouTube. Uh, stand by for all the micro content. We're going to have all the highlights from season one mm-hmm. on Twitter, YouTube, everything. And we really encourage you guys to please join us over on YouTube. Subscribe. Um, eventually, um, you know, we're going to be broadcasting a lot from YouTube and doing the rest of it. And because mm-hmm. uh, that's where it's at. So, uh, man, time, so man. many. Yeah. So many things. So many things. Uh everyone, please go buy Chris's Skeletron. Hey. Skeletron. Or, so you go, yeah, you go go to Etsy, the Etsy stores. So you just go to the Etsy store, Etsy.ca, and it's machete comics. And you have it's one word. Don't put a space between machete and comics. And then just put it in Google. Like if you really want to search other things. Uh Facebook, we have a machete comics page on there. And follow me on Twitter, Chris Machete. Follow me on Instagram, Chris Machete. I put lots of comic book stuff on there. I'm Getting lots of followers, and I get at least 300 uh, views on my each each Twitter thing. I, that's the lowest, at least 300. Get lots of views on my Twitter, and I chat with a lot of people on Twitter. I um, found some really good friends on there, uh, really good friends. So, yeah, look me up on Twitter, man. Uh, a huge thanks to our friends at Blue Microphones that sponsor us here. Uh, the Brent Lentier Podcast, the Kids on the Escalator with the Yeti and the Mixify Headphones, uh, despite some of the tech issues, which I feel like it's us 
me or the cord or whatever the hell's going on. They've been pretty awesome all year. So I got a loose USB on mine. I think that's what it is, but uh, we'll run a little, little promo from them before we get out of here. Huge. Thanks. Uh, It is Lonnie. Huge. Thanks to Lonnie uh, Lonnie. for all of her help this year. Graphics, you name it, everything she did to help us launch this show. Mm. Amazing. Amazing, amazing stuff. We couldn't have done it without you. So thank you so much for all of your amazing work uh, this year and getting us up and going. Really Yay, great. Lonnie. A lot of fun. Only I'll give her a smack go. when we go upstairs. Smack Only on the butt. Good job, go. Lonnie. Good job. Only way to go is up. We got lots of, of, of stoke for season two. Sounds like we're going to have some big guests and, mm-hmm. and uh, keep the train rolling. So Lots of fun. Lots of cool stuff. Any guys, you guys got any suggestions of what you would like to see on our show? Please just Absolutely. let us know. And we'll see what we can do. We got connections. This has been the Kids on the Escalator podcast. Yeah, Final one, ender. season one, season ender, the season finale. Uh, find us at Kids on the Escalator on Twitter, at Kids on the Escalator on Instagram, everywhere you guys follow your pods, subscribe, mm-hmm. like. Uh, as I said, we uh, we did 15,000 downloads in, in season one, which is great. Awesome. Uh, so let's double that up next year and have mm. more fun. Cheers, everybody. Thanks. Thanks to the Dean Blundell Network, Deaner. Amazing. All right. Good times. Rad dudes. Have a good night, folks. Bye. Thanks, everybody. Do, did, will. The Story of People podcast is now available on the Crier Media Network. The first five episodes are here and feature some incredible guests that fit into one or all three of those categories. Ready? Tara Sloan from the San Jose Sharks, Undercurrent Podcast at NBC Sports. Marianne Iveson from Iveson Voice and the Let's Take This Outside podcast to talk about the world of outdoors as well as voiceover land. Ariana Hunsicker, future Canadian Paralympic swimmer, already winning tons of awards for this country. Scott McGregor from the Hot Wallet podcast to dumb down the world of crypto, Bitcoin, and NFTs so you don't have to. And Jackie Holowaty from Climate Pledge Arena in Seattle, Washington, the first net zero carbon certified arena on the planet. Wherever you get your pods, wherever you watch your pods, and on the Crier Media Network. The Podcast Super Friends is a monthly meeting of five podcast producers. Hi, I'm Catherine O'Brien from Branch Out Programs in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. I'm John Gay from Jagged Detroit Podcasts. I'm Matt Kundle from the Sound Off Podcast Network. I'm David Yes from Pod 617, the Boston Podcast Network. And I'm Johnny Peterson from Straight Up Podcasts. Together, they form the Podcast Super Friends, an alliance of podcast masterminds sharing best practices, insights, and discussions to help make you a better podcaster. Follow or subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or at soundoff.network.